0: I'm testifying, I'm flying above the circle. I die to find that. watch as I plan to show you and die. Climbed up the ladder, they don't know just what I'm holding. Electrifying, lifting you up and over again. They can't define us an indestructible force to deal with. It never hurt us done. I'm with my brother, he tag me. I get some body beat, or you can't even my suitcase, but we put you up
1: To another episode of the Up and Over Podcast, a professional wrestling podcast where a bunch of marks discuss pro wrestling, where none of our opinions matter and it's all a work, anyways. Firstly, I'd like to reintroduce the man that we missed from last week, the former Scientologist turned Shelton Benjamin protege, our one and only Patty Mills.
0: How's it going, everybody? Free Damian Lillard.
1: C.J. McCollum got out. Why can't Dame?
0: Why can't Dane? There we go.
1: Next to Pat, we have Big Papa C, the one, the only. That's my man, Cortland.
2: What's up, y'all? What's up?
1: Of course, we have our man, the Cadillac Cowboy himself. Always rocking all white somehow. My man, Ethan. Oh,
3: man. How y'all doing tonight?
1: He's fired up. (laughs)
3: I'm fired up because of a pre-show discussion.
1: Oh, oh but what happens pre-show stays pre-show.
3: <laughs> when we get a when we get a Patreon, maybe one day you might be able to see some uh, action behind the
1: scenes. Maybe I'm looking around like Christian. There's a for scene. My I'm behind it. <sighs> then, of course, we have the man behind it all. The curator of the Up and Over podcast, the Bam Bam Bigelow Mark himself, the one, the only, streaming from his living room that looks like a guest bedroom, that's my man Casey El Gordo Gringo.
4: My figure's gonna mm-hmm. fall, now I'm sad. Oh.
5: Hold on, there hey, we go,
1: we're good. Hi. Have moved it. I have to show him. I got a, I got a call from a local number, it turns out that it was a, uh, a telemarketer and he told me to suck on his little pee-pee and that he was gonna beat me up in front of my mom. You don't know how <laughs> hard it is being mike klinsky Ah. (laughs) you must have missed the twitter discussion today pat it was messy Um, it happened in the middle of watching this pay-per-view which spoiler alert guys i always watch it minutes before we fucking go live Uh, this is no different i finished it 15 minutes before we went live and uh, middle midway through it, it was, I think, in the Tommy Dreamer-Just uh, Incredible match. I get a call, and I'm like, oh, I wonder who that is. I answer it, and it's like, oh, you know, here's – press one to talk to – and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell him to take me off the list. I pressed one, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what I have to do. Just take me off the list. And he went, how about you suck on my little pee And I was like, oh, no. What? <laughs> and I was Did like, you, at least you his oh name? God. No. No, he was like coward. What? I'm trying to think what he said. I was like, dude, you know, you know, I'd fuck your mom in front of you, right? Like, I just decided to go to like Xbox Live 2008 shit, <laughs> and uh, and he went, he went, I will beat you up in front of your mom. I will slap you, and you'll look like a little bitch. And I was like, oh, he's doing it to me. He's doing it to me. He gave me the business. Well, what kind he of
3: worked- world are we living in, man?
1: <laughs> this shit only <laughs> happens to you. Fine. Dude, he yeah. Triple H buried my ass, dude. He pulled out a <laughs> little shovel. He fucking did it to me.
3: Was it a local
1: number? It was an 803 number, but there's no, like, I don't, listen, dude, it's, uh, it's actually not, it's an 828 number, which is, uh, Asheville. Oh, uh, so I answered it, home. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe my dad's calling me or something. You know, that sounds so bad. I have my dad's phone number saved. Um, and, uh, it wasn't, it was just a piece of shit telemarketer at 541 PM. I'm like, dude, business hours are over. Why are you calling me? Um, anyway, did. Lord have mercy, it gave us our intro, um, today we are diving in on our 16th episode of the Up and Over podcast, not including live ones, uh, we are diving into ECW Living Dangerously from 1998, but before we do so, does anybody want to discuss the current state of pro wrestling, anything of note within the past week?
2: Well, Uh, Nick Cage recent times. Are signed with ECW, ex-
1: an exclusive contract an exclusive. with ECW. Um,
3: okay. But the um, the biggest thing is uh, Tony Khan has another huge announcement tomorrow night. Massive! Don't miss it. So, so <laughs> <laughs> going
1: Tired of hearing it. Gonna find the tweets. Um,
0: I hope it's day, CM Punk dresses is with Hardy.
1: a with a great show <laughs> Twitter.
0: Did you guys hear me?
1: Yes, I heard you,
0: Pat. You ruined my <laughs> whole day.
1: With a great showing in tonight's AEW Rampage TNT title bout, Isaiah Cassidy has earned a qualifying match for a spot in the face of the Revolution ladder match with a TNT sh- title shot at stake. That's the longest sentence of all time. Tried to read it in one breath, didn't work out for me. <laughs> His opponent will debut Wednesday and sign a contract with AEW. Isaiah versus question mark on AEW Dynamite. The next don't forget. The, oh, next, Keep
3: going.
1: the big announcement for Wednesday's Dynamite that we referenced on hashtag AEW Rampage, parentheses, a free agent debut, and the person walking through the forbidden door are one and the same. They're walking in the door, signing a contract, Slam. and then slamming the door shut Wednesday on AEW Dynamite.
3: I just – is that all, Mike? He tweeted
1: – <laughs> Let's see. He said, uh, "The forbidden door can be opened for anyone from any wrestling promotion in the world, whether or not it's a company AEW is on good terms with. Even if it's someone from a company that's open for business, they're also welcome to slam the door in the face of their prior company." Fellas, I don't control want any narrative. explanations here. I just want to know. No, you <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm, I missed you. I missed your, you. Said control your narrative. Oh God. Alright, well guys, thanks for tuning into this week's episode <laughs> Every I week just, there's a moment where I say that.
5: Yep.
3: I just have to say less. this, because this is the part I was wanting to talk about the most. If this doesn't deliver, it's bad, dude. It's Listen, bad. this better not oh. this better not be someone from NXT. Here's the thing. If it's Keith Lee, I love Keith Lee. I'll be happy it's Keith Lee, but Tony, this ain't yeah, monumental. that monumental.
2: Like, I hope it's
1: dog he bought out veer he bought out veer and Stop he's it. sending veer oh man y'all saw it hit me y'all saw it <laughs> formulate my brain he bought <laughs> veer's contract out of veer all... mahan is on the way out of,
4: Mahal is in... Fuck. Out of all the weird epiphanies you could have just had veer's the fucking thing you came up with
0: veer mahan well, uh, is on the way brady just retired
4: <laughs> who
0: and he said never he's... say never Brady just retired man God. Uh, Okay, He's well, Brady, the and, in his
4: Brady and Gronk are going to show up now oh, Great.
2: <laughs> Matt Hardy yeah. made a comment I think on his Twitch stream or something like that he that uh, was he like said, Jeff does have like, like a month left but maybe Tony Khan's money could have bought out Jeff's contract something
1: along he said those something, lines he said something like Tony Khan and then added Papa, Papa, Papa Khan you know, he's got a lot of money. Maybe he bought out his contract. You guys are just going to have to see. Like, tough. Very tough. Um, Pat, I, also- I just want i want one guess, one guess exclusively from Pat. Who is it? That's what the Up and Over podcast is going to roll with, and we are putting that on our social media tonight.
0: Mm.
2: Why the fuck?
4: Is you- <laughs>
0: oh, you're yeah, not putting it out right now. Right now, it's going to be are we gonna make this? A Why did we give him the seal report? of
4: approval? <laughs>
0: oh, no, it's got the
4: the Patty Mills seal of approval, oh, horn swaggle.
0: It's the unofficial report. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage news.
4: You need to
3: put Patty Mills a pro wrestling sheet. <laughs> sure to debut tomorrow night. because this is probably about as accurate as Ryan satin's WWE. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh my oh, god! Oh. Hey, he'll take shot. Gotta, like, <laughs> <you're almost laughs> I, I follow Ryan on TikTok and I enjoy seeing his bearded face. But come on, buddy, you on the payroll, brother?
2: <laughs> mm. Come
3: on, mm.
2: heard it. Wow. Uh, also, speaking of that, so two things on that side: uh, Raw set record low viewership on the sci-fi episode. Uh, against the Olympics Uh, yeah. a case management meeting between WE and MLW attorneys uh, are scheduled for Tuesday April 12th in Oakland California Um, and MLW got agreement to seal documents related to their payouts for uh, like Vice TV and um, documents resorting to their money I suppose they were able to close that but that's really it. MLW. And shout out Brian King. Or shit. shit. Oh, <laughs> shout out oh no! Because, no! No! Week, <laughs> man, no! This is the last Don't episode. Clip this. Do not clip this. Do not clip this. <laughs> because listen man. what? What an unbelievable person. Because last week. In the first 20 minutes of our episode. We were like oh man. Brian Kendrick's gonna do cool things. Can't wait to talk about it next week. Uh, uh. Can, no, I get no, it Can I get like one of your beeping noises? I mean, they won't hear it, but yeah. Oh, oh damn! Right. Thank you. <laughs> right. um, dude, what a fuck up! What um, a what an absolute! I love it.
3: I love what they did to him. I love that they got him brought up. Oh, yeah, Brian Kendrick's coming. And then I love that they fucking laid his ass out live on social media. Hey, you're hired. Now you're <laughs> fucking. Took the legs right
1: out of my room. Go back. Go back. <laughs> Can, to you, imagine the... go Can you imagine if they did
3: the. Go hang out with Flip Gordon and all your flat earth friends. Go
1: <laughs> <Gordon>. <laughs> the amount that Flip Gordon has been discussed within our group is far too much recently. I fucking am losers. so tired of it. Mm hmm. What if they put out out a a Brian Kendrick tweet? What if they put out the Brian Kendrick is all elite, and then like later on we're like, LOL, nope. Like, what would have happened if they pulled the trigger on that early? Yeah, Uh, Portland would have loved it and then hated it in the same day. It would have been crazy.
2: Yeah, Jesus Christ. Also, Brian Danielson got announced for the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, which is very cool. Well Um, deserved. Definitely, definitely well deserved. There's a there's a great list they already put in, as well as Briscoe Brothers. That's super sick as well. I um, can't think of who else is on that list, but it's super cool, man. I'm glad that Ring of Honor is kind of like wrapping a bow on the past, and if they're going to continue, they get to continue with a clean slate and just kind of right. have a new face to the promotion. I mean, um, it's long. long so it's definitely it. respecting the past, and it's getting a head start into the future, and I love it, man. So there's going to be a lot of people watching that just for the star power alone.
4: Well, I mean, That's like, how, on that. I mean, like, off the top of my head, there's probably, you know, a solid 20 people that, like, are well long overdue of being in a Hall of Fame for Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. Like, Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd be remiss to not mention Samoa Joe. Like, yeah. he's, you know what I mean? Like, he'll
4: probably be a part of it. It's has just like, to be, right? it's one of, I think, like, it's like kind of in the same boat as like the original WWF Hall of Fame and WWE Hall of Fame. Like, them being like, we have all of these people. I feel like it's going to take ROH a minute to kind of get through because it's like,
2: how and they, can you
4: limit that to only like the, you know, if they do maybe yeah. five to 10 people? Like, that's a lot of people are going to get kind of fucking pissed.
1: I feel like yeah, Jay Lethal is going to be a part of this first run. I'm not even going to lie to you. I hope it's not the first one because I mean he's they still it. They,
3: they need you to know? space it out because yeah. to me they have they have a core 20 people. But if they do, I mean I don't know how many they're planning to do a year. They're going to run out of people. Yeah. You know, to me, in a couple of years, if they don't space it out well, and I For don't sure. think, and Jay Lethal, admittedly, you know he was around and trained by Samoa Joe. Those were his early storylines as early as 2005. So I could see them. I mean, he's been there since almost the jump, but I don't
2: think he should be yet. But I could see it. Because yeah, Jay Lethal is one of those dudes that can, like, go back to Ring of Honor and have stints there. I feel like because Brian he, Daniels could maybe have maybe one match in Ring of Honor if he wanted to. But, like, in the rest of his career, what, other than for, like, nostalgia reason, why would he do it? Why? You know, yeah, you know yeah. put him in the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame because he's more than likely not going back there. He's closing out where he's at. Yeah. You know, someone like Jay Lethal, there's plenty of opportunities
1: left for him, I feel like. Yeah, for him to still bounce around. Well, I mean, because Lethal was
4: there, then he did his huge run in in TNA slash Impact, and then he even went back up until basically until the very end. So, like, it almost Mm -hmm. makes sense to kind of keep him for later because, like, he did go back. So it's like there's a lot of other people that could get it before.
3: I think Chris Daniels should be in the
2: first round. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But yep. Nigel so, McGinnis.
1: Yep. I feel like Loki's it's... gonna make his way in there too. Probably will. Of course. I feel like yep. Nigel is like your I feel like
2: if you don't put him in the first one, he needs to be the show of the second one. Like
1: he needs he has if to be he's the not center point
4: in of... the first one, he needs to induct like
1: Danielson. And then You didn't, didn't have Danielson second. without without Nigel there. That's man. what I'm saying. It's you like he either needs to him.
4: induct him in this one and then be in the second one, or they need to be side by side being inducted. It's how that
2: should go. Yeah. Are they going to be? Is he going to be allowed to be there? What do you mean? Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he works for uh, NXT UK because he's
4: on the UK. I feel like he should. I feel like it's. I hope so. I mean, they did the whole like think... expose on him, so I feel like, and they basically used all ROH fucking tape for it so i feel yeah. like if they're like hey we're going to induct him into our hall of fame they'd be like all right like fine and yeah, i don't think like,
3: they sort of... really even i don't think vince yeah. even really knows nxt uk exists at this point so i'm pretty sure they could slip that under the honestly
4: road. let let them ignore it because from what i've seen yeah. it's been not terrible so like just let them do their own thing
3: yeah yeah. yeah, just leave that alone. Forget it exists. You killed the UK Indies, which should have been killed because all the problematic shit. Anyway, that's a whole other topic.
1: It is. It's not? a deep
4: dive. Idea. I will say, uh, because he did post a match about it not that long ago, and he's in a match tonight. Uh, our baddie with no personality got a job as a uh, he's a part of Impact, Impact again. Right? Yeah, he's an Impact
2: yeah. player. He is an Impact. He's a player. producer and, and and a coach. And a coach.
1: Shout out to Landstorm.
2: Storm. Yeah. Love Landstorm. Very happy for him.
0: Out here giving head.
1: Oh, man, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, we have man. a whole three hours to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's here's, here's the cliffhanger for
3: everyone watching. Somebody's giving head by the end of this night.
1: Oh, man. Stay tuned. And it's not who you think it is. It ain't, buddy.
3: But the, this person is a baddie. That's all I'll say.
1: <sighs> With a ton of personality. Um, On this night? Too much. Whew. All right, fellas. Well, we had ECW Living Dangerously March 1st, 1998 from the Asbury Park Convention Hall in Asbury Park, New Jersey. We had 3,700 in attendance. Um, I don't know what it started on um, on the network for – not the network, Peacock <clears throat> for you guys. But uh, there was a pre-tape of Taz walking into the venue before lights were on, and there was like yeah. nobody in the building. Uh, he mm-hmm. stares at the entrance ramp and says that he's ready. I'm he's ready. Ready. ready.
0: I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: Yeah, everybody has a good a Taz impression just then. Everybody delivered. <laughs>
4: I just love how fucking, like, hella 90s that shit is, though, with his, like, I, love, fucking I literally have it in
0: my notes. 90s is fuck.
4: <laughs> it's, like, just the car with, like, the leather
1: interior with his leather jacket. You can, like, hear it, like, frack, frack, when yeah. he's getting out and shit. It's just, like... It reminded me of the opening scene of, like, the first Blade. I don't know how <laughs> to explain that, and I won't give context. Um... Joey Styles welcomes us to ECW's fourth pay-per-view, "Living Dangerously." Um, I'm trying to think what he said. He was like, "Everybody buckle in, because uh, tonight we're all uh, living dangerously." It's the way um, he says
4: "dangerously" that I wrote down, because he like for some reasons like we're gonna live
1: dangerously, <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd is like, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, the crowd is pretty hot at moments for this uh, this night. We Uh, we jump into our typical promo video with the ECW theme over it and it rocks per usual. Um, We come out of the intro and FBI is halfway through their entrance. Um, We get full-blooded Italians, Tracy Smothers and Little Guido with the big Don Tommy Rich taking on Jerry Lynn and Chris Chetty. Um, A few things that Joey Styles said before this match even had the bell ring. Stood oh, he was going me.
5: off. By the oh, time, He said, today is Tracy's started.
1: son's birthday, Kyle Smothers. Great Kyle Italian Smothers. name. Real Italian. Kyle. I've been, uh, I don't know how many family reunions, and I can tell you I've never met a Kyle at one of my family reunions. <laughs> then he also said, and I hope he says this every time Jerry Lynn wrestles. Jerry Lynn has wrestled oh. <laughs> for the WWF and WCW, both as Jerry Lynn and under a mask as Mr. JL. The entire marketing staff at Time Warner came up with that name. Fooled everybody. <laughs> he started off early and he didn't slow shit. down <laughs> he I did not slow down I just love that I don't think
4: the FBI gets a legitimate entrance until like they get like fucking Tommy Mama Luke, and everyone else like the second adaptation of FBI cause like for a while it's, like, yeah. they just show the fuck up
1: yeah. they're just like Tommy... oh we're here <laughs> T- Tommy uh, never, it's fine mm-hmm. Tony I, Tony Mama Luke is it Tony? disrespected okay. as Tommy um this was a really fun opener man uh jerry lynn fucking rules tracy smothers rules this was a pretty predictable story of newcomer chris chetty getting the shit beaten out of him jerry lynn being the vet coming in firing up getting all the the hope spots back um tommy rich tries to interfere and takes out jerry lynn with the italian flag but lynn ducks and the don takes out tracy smothers lynn rolls smothers up for the pinfall um, uh, this was a great opener, man. I think it was right where it needed to be. I went two and a half on it, thought it was good, didn't overstay its welcome, and it got the fuck out of there. Cortland, you're looking at me a little rough, man. I'm gonna go to you. What you got on it?
2: Oh, I, I went two and a half as well. Yes. Um it <laughs> dude, that that hot tag was not a hot tag. That shit was a Taco Bell mild at best. <laughs> yeah. Like it was from like the uh top right corner left corner and it was like a half step to a tag. It it looked awful. The explode didn't do great, but the FBI worked heel uh, to perfection in this match,
5: uh, which I enjoyed a
2: lot. Uh, and obviously, Joey Styles' call in this match is just hilarious, man. He, uh, like you, we said last week, he's got to pop himself, and he he got through this match for sure.
1: Yeah, there's a handful of times throughout this night where he's doing shit just to appease himself, and this oh, was. Great. Yeah um pat what you got on it man
0: i went two and a half as well um i you know it's just solid opener solid tag match i liked fbi's heel work in this match for sure i loved the fucking all fucking day long hitting the fucking symbols and tommy rich was beating the shit out of fucking chris chetty for a while like chris chetty his ass looked like
1: (laughs) i forgot chris chetty was a person (laughs) Yeah, Me you too. hit the group chat, and you
0: were like, Chris Chetty, LOL. Like, I in like, a
2: minute.
1: I haven't, done Chris- I haven't, done haven't even heard of his name, let alone thought about him. He's working for like an insurance broker at this point in life, and I I'm just, not joking. I, I had to like, look into it.
4: They're like, Chris Chetty's like a year into being a professional wrestler, and they're like, and we're yeah, going to
1: murder him in the process. Yeah, it dumb, <laughs>
0: literally. They're all going to will-
1: beat the piss out of him, and you guys are watching.
0: <laughs> I will point out one thing. Um, that was kind of 90s as fuck and also really bad. I don't know if you guys noticed the homo tune.
1: I did not.
0: So, oh, um, yeah, you know God. the FBI do the, the kiss in the cheek elbow oh, drop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I must
1: have tuned it out because I definitely saw that spot.
0: <laughs> they did it. They did it. And I mean, it's so It's loud, bro. It's really
1: I will loud. 100% revisit.
4: <laughs> Fucking uh, New Casey. Jersey. Jesus. Yeah. Casey, what you got? <laughs> Two and a half as well. Um, I had wrote down that the referee John Finnegan was giving Nick Patrick a run for his money for most distractive ref oh. bro I almost thought that Jerry Lynn was going to do a heel turn with how long, how long John Finnegan was in his corner because they just beat the shit out of Chris Chetty the whole time and Jerry's like <laughs> trying to get in and John just has his back turned to the whole thing it was bad
1: um, it was a mess
4: but like, yeah, I mean, like, it was, it was what it needed to be for an opening tag match. It wasn't anything yeah. super crazy. Jerry Lynn's the fucking greatest, so like, I don't gotta ever say anything bad about him. Hopefully, um, yeah, two and a half.
1: Hopefully, <laughs> uh, I, I a couple I can't things anymore, man. <laughs> a couple things stood out. I'm gonna give Ethan the floor before I mention two spots that popped me big. Uh, Ethan, what you got?
3: Well, I'd like to say that I think for the first time on this show, we we're all given the same rating. Holy shit. Next. I think it's like one
4: <laughs> other time, but like, I think this is like yeah. the time that I can officially say like for sure. Yeah. we did not remember it,
3: but yeah, <laughs> I went two and a half. Uh, everybody's already pretty much covered it. Just your basic tag opener. Chetty gets his ass beat. FBI with the quick tags. I mean, it's just good stuff. Two and a half. Mike, share some tidbits about this match. Jerry Lynn
1: me. did a, a springboard clothesline thing, and it popped me. But Tracy Smothers hits a beautiful drop kick, and I yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yes, yes." Yeah. Tracy Underrated Smothers is a fucking
4: enigma of a fucking wrestler, dude. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> He's goofy as shit, like nine times out of ten. But every now and then, you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs>
1: What a guy. Uh, post-match, Smothers shoves the shit out of Tommy Rich, but Guido, um, uh, comes and pleads the people. Oh, he shoved the shit out of that guy.
2: Dude.
4: Why? He hit, <laughs> he hit him in, in the
1: throat. He hit him in the when throat with the flag.
2: Him, yeah. He... He's been wrestling for, like, a grip, so... Yeah, I mean... He's, like, fucking red and sweating. He launched that, man. He's already huge, (laughs) and he's just standing there flatfoot, and he, like, shoved him, and he didn't realize how much he did, because he was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I'm a little fooded up over here, brother. Sorry. (laughs) Well,
5: there's... I believe,
4: if I remember correctly, like, their former tag team, like like tag team partner yeah. so like you would feel like he would have like an understanding of like what the fuck's coming at him but he was like
0: jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my
2: god if I'm not mistaken, i think this is the uh the beginning of what was like them teasing fbi was gonna break up but then it didn't really break up but then it kind of did then it really didn't
1: it goes on yeah.
2: for like the next year so brace yourself on that
1: one we'll be covering it <laughs> yep
2: uh, we'll, we'll be get- here
1: we get a pre-tape for what was supposed to be an FMW showcase between between Masato Tanaka and Wing Katamura. Uh The pre-tape, did y'all have it? Yes, yes. with yep. With Paul Heyman. Yep, I believe so. Yeah. Dude. Honestly,
4: the only thing I remember is that all of Tanaka shit is him versus Awesome in Japan, and I didn't give a fuck. I was like, this is the greatest part of this whole thing. I'm here for it. it the funny. thing that
1: stood out to me about the pre-tape, uh, it was. Less than two years after FMW's 7th anniversary show, um, which was like the biggest, uh, like the most sought-after tape when tape trading was a thing. Uh, That was the uh, Mr. Pogo, Terry Funk, Haibusa, Masato Tanaka, and a 1 million yen, no-exploding barbed wire, double hell-exploding deathmatch. Holy moly. Um, And it was one of the most sought-after tapes. Um, And so, for Paul Heyman almost kind of sounded like he was like you could hear the excitement that he was bringing those guys over to the states. Uh, and I just thought it was fucking awesome. It stood out to me uh heavy. Um then we get Mr. Lance Wright, Mr. Wright and uh Doug Furnace hitting the ring and uh Mr. Wright says Vince McMahon bought out Wing Kanamora's contract and that Furnace was replacing him. Could you all imagine being in the know about what's <laughs> happening? And then you get that bullshit pulled on you. Yeah. doug furnace that's the guy anyway yep. um the crowd shit on this match real bad uh yeah. the whole the whole way and uh i love masada tanaka and he deserves the world but um lord this have match me. doesn't
2: deserve the world no <laughs> yeah, tanaka yeah. hits Hold a tornado
1: up. ddt thing that looked like it about killed furnace and then he followed oh it with an awesome God. an awesome death valley driver though it looked great yeah, yeah. um yeah. Furnace tries to actually commit murder on pay-per-view. Um, he hits like the shitty gut-wrench power bomb, but he didn't get Tanaka up all the way, and he was just like, Well, oh fuck it, I'll God, just drop dude. him on his head. Like Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> Doug Furnace stopped caring two minutes into this match um, very quickly. <laughs> after some more missed time spots, Tanaka decides he's had enough and he hits a rolling elbow for the three and gets the fuck on out of there. Um I'm going to save my rating because I feel like it's probably the highest. Let's start with uh, Ethan. I
3: just want to say fuck Doug Furnace. Um This Masato <laughs> Tanaka does not deserve this bullshit. This match falling apart was not his fault. Doug Furnace is old, white ass Quit quick-giving-a-fuck. <laughs> decided to shit all over a young 25-year-old Masato Tanaka, and that pisses me off. So fuck you, Doug. Doug is my Michael Cole. Yes. I don't know if that motherfucker's still alive, but
4: there's mine for tonight. <laughs>
2: oh, we're, gonna get, we're we're getting pulled. This is it's over, fellas.
3: This is a sound game game. Dude, shit. Fucking, he tried. He tried. He started working the leg, fucking dragon screw leg, tried to do some shit, and Doug just said, buddy, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to throw your ass on your head. And it wasn't even, it was just bad. I went two stars on it for the effort.
1: All right. Well, Plain. I definitely didn't go cool. the highest. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you sure did go the
2: highest. Tell that. Oh, I definitely
3: did. I definitely went the what highest. Wait till y'all see what not... his cock ass
5: pulls
4: up. Uh, I just want to hold on. Hold. Hold. I just want to say this is my favorite Ethan podcast episode. Dude, Jesus the deal,
0: dude.
4: Christ. We are like 30 minutes into this, and you've said some of the most profoundly insane shit, and I love all of it. <laughs> I'm done, dude. I'm done
3: holding back the the fucking belt is off. It's over
1: with. <laughs> oh Lord. We sat through too many Don Marie Tory Wilsons.
0: Um, oh,
1: shit. <laughs> Pat them in the pits What'd you
0: oh, Lord. Pat what'd you go on this? I went too flat as well. Um Yeah, man, I don't really uh, care. <laughs> I'm probably never gonna watch this match again. Doug Furnace, like it was <laughs> It was just really bad. That bitch named Doug. <laughs> Remember,
1: Remember Doug off of Nickelodeon? Fuck. Doug Dimmadone. the fuck on, bro. His <laughs> name is Doug. Like, for real. I you can't wait for that man. to be the clip for tomorrow. Fuck. Um, My name is Doug. the Life
2: Ruiner to... Fuck You Doug sample.
1: Fuck You Doug. A big-ass Jesus head Chris. with a light shining
3: on it. Doug, oh,
1: geez, Doug.
2: <laughs> Uh Corlin, what'd Ooh. you go? I went too as well. Oh, um, man. But there oh, is a lot of yeah. bad spots in this. They just collide too many times. Uh, yeah. The amount of times gonna went to go for like anything off of an Irish whip, anything off of a reversal, they just bumped heads. They just bumped into each other, and we eventually just get this shitty finish. Um... <clears throat> but I give it two stars simply because he tried to kill a man uh, twice. Uh, he kind of just
0: gave <laughs> up mid spots. Um, oh, man. man, I'm going to be honest. Can I catch I, can this some real quick? I gave this shit mm-hmm. two stars because so I thought Mike was going to rate it higher. Oh, bud.
1: This is... <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, it's just... <laughs> I feel it's... bad, dude. <laughs> I just
3: want to say... I mean,
2: it's in the notes, man. Dude, and I ran this view twice. So, like,
3: it stayed the same. I oh. just love that Masato Tanaka never, he never let it fluster in. This was a clusterfuck, and no. he just was like, it, okay, I'm going to keep trying. That's to the thing, this match right. is that
4: Tanaka deserves the goddamn world. He tried his fucking best with fucking Doug Furnace, of all people. And, like, I Dude. don't believe that, that Tanaka himself should be allowed to have anything less than a two. I just don't Damn think it's right. fair. I don't, Doug. I don't, Doug. Doug okay, gets, Mike like, a quarter the star. Deserve the world. You
1: said he deserved the world. He does, but this match was dog shit. And was it his (laughs) small? Was it his small? It's not. Buddy, you watched
3: Triple H and Scott Don Domery, and Tori Wilson. If you do put this lower than those, something's wrong in that pink room
4: here. (laughs) (laughs) You took my blue lights, you (laughs) son of a bitch. You took my blue lights. (laughs) We we watched about half of the reign of terror but it took his fucking three ecw pay-per-views to just mentally break ethan
1: ethan, ethan is gone <laughs> fuck doug furnace the most <laughs> neutral human being of all time this dude this dude is like has no, no flavor he's water dude and he's like fuck that guy fuck him on this, <laughs> night, on this night
3: he wasn't neutral because he took a shit on a god
4: yeah, that's Go true okay
1: Masato right Tanaka here. is 25 years old and still has scars that are like fucking inches across his body. He
4: looks like he went through fucking hell, and then he went he against went Doug. The double hell, buddy.
1: That's why he didn't die. That's why he didn't break his neck. He was like Doug Furness, you fucking pussy. Like he just did. <laughs>
4: I did a double exploding barbed wire match from oh, hell. I don't want to read Doug that back. Can't break oh, me so
1: much. A 1 give million yen no rope exploding barbed wire double hell exploding death match. Why is it exploding in there twice? Casey, what'd you give it? <laughs> <laughs> I
5: gave it a 2. <laughs> <laughs> See, you've this
1: the first time
3: we have two in a row that are the same, and you're going to give it a star and a quarter, aren't you? I
5: did! I did! I did! I gave it a star and a quarter! <laughs>
2: yeah, motherfucker.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: I did. Oh, I you gave it a start, a quarter. <laughs> this was the there, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you to cash me for my entertainment. I've given you tonight. Uh, cash at Ethan L ninety six. I take all oh, donations.
4: I would oh, appreciate man. if you bought a shirt instead, but I guess that works. Yeah, uh, yeah, do do that. Selfish son of I a bitch. Down, I just want to say though. This is my well, actual thoughts into this match for the first like minute and a half. Was holy shit, this actually might be my favorite Doug Furness match. Granted, it's the only one I've ever fucking seen, but like it might be my favorite. And no, then, he was on the last pay per view. Was he really? No. Uh, no. I, he I'm might have been sure. on the side. I don't think that Doug Furness was on the last <laughs> he might have been on the
5: side. side.
3: <laughs> he might have been with a <laughs> Glance right in there, but
4: I don't if, think he was if in Doug Furness
3: was on that last show. We got to re record so I can shit on his ass.
4: <laughs> anyways so they get to the part to where Tanaka does the swinging DDT that turns into like a weird stunner cause like Furnace fucks it up somehow but then like yeah Furnace. from from that spot on it just becomes this really weird mistimed clusterfuck that like Tanaka yeah. will not quit he's like oh, I'm gonna no. keep trying and then it just doesn't work for him what
3: <laughs> y'all rest in peace Doug Furnace I'm sorry
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, bro. Holy
0: <laughs>
5: shit. This is fucking wrong. It's been fun working on this podcast with you guys,
3: but I'm going to slam my bedroom door. You don't have to wait till when go to here. Slam. I'm going to slam
5: this door shut and I'm not going to lose back. Okay. I'm you crying. <coughs> oh my god. Please, you reclimate me. totally Why are you going to call out, buddy?
2: You wanted the best
5: guy <laughs> out- i <laughs>
4: Casey, I, I need you to, I need I you to take... leave it in the
2: youtube i need you to leave it in youtube i, I need you to leave it in youtube everything's staying in on this
4: part right oh. now too. i want you to know that i'm gonna take you talking a bunch of shit and then i'm gonna get you saying rp doug
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> he
1: said oh, why did I do he said almost <laughs> almost immediately after talking shit about doug he was like he was like remember doug from nickelodeon and then it was just like Oh, R.I.P. Doug, Doug Furnace.
3: Dude, when I searched his name and it came up, Doug Furnace was, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what's worse, him somehow seeing this, if he was alive, or me saying all the shit I've said. Oh, shit,
1: shit, dude. Doug Furness stomped God, out damn. Taz, I thought, right? Like, he came down with Pitbull number two. Uh, Pitbull number two <gasps> walked so Scott Steiner could run. There's a fucking hot take for you. Oh, shit, oh. Dude. shit, man. He had a yeah, 5 match
3: that. from Dave.
1: <sighs>
3: Doug?
4: Doug, Doug, Doug. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> oh, my God. All right,
1: y'all. We'll talk about it after. We have to. We. Oh yeah, we, we have. To, we
4: have to move on. But hold. I, I went a star
1: and a quarter on this. uh I went two stars for Masato Tanaka, but I went negative three quarters of a star for Doug furnace <sighs> R.I.P. <laughs> 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 uh, we just about, you couldn't
5: word
1: that different. No. It no. was my joke, and I was going to make it one way or the other. Uh, Post match, Mister Wright berates Doug Furnas and gets clotheslined for his trouble. He clotheslines the shit out of that guy too. He does. Um, I also, <laughs> I, you know, at this very moment, uh, I just noticed there's a guy that I think is trying to look like Sabu in the front row. Yes, but he looks yeah. more like Jesus. So that's what I have written down. He's so like th-
4: he's like three rows back, but yeah, he's got the whole headband and shit. It almost looks like he bought it at a merch booth. <laughs> Because yeah. like he oh, only shit. has it, he has other shit in his hands, but he's just constantly like, "I'm sad, sadboon." <laughs> Ethan's, Ethan's getting hot. I to take one hoodie off, a white hoodie to a black shirt.
1: Um, man, Ethan is um, You guys for right sure did not get the ECW Hardcore Hotline promo $900, nine hundred nine ninety four ECW, did you? No. no. Right, well, this is what Paul Heyman said. Find out exactly what, uh, or who. Jenna Jameson was doing to prepare oh. for ECW's Living Dangerously. I can't breathe. Um, Joey Styles <laughs> announces that the censors don't want them to show the dueling canes match between Sabu and the Sandman. He gets cut off by Nicole Bass and Jason, who demand him to play the tape of Jason. Tommy Dreamer coming to the venue. The tape is shot in like this weird format thing of like uh, DVP shot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for your wife did, man. What,
0: didn't
1: what it? the uh, fuck? <laughs> you
2: said DDP shot it? <laughs> they just stand <laughs> over Joe like run the tape. Like, the tape's fucking important. It's literally them just watching him walk inside for about 12 seconds. Right. he's got a dog.
1: dog. He's just he's walking up. His, Walking his dog. Update. The, the tape shows G-man Tommy, Tommy pulling up to the venue without Beulah McGillicuddy. Jason says Beulah left Tommy. To come with them and then laughs. Um, I think those are words, but that's what we got. Um, man, well, we what else? We get Rob Van Dam with Bill Alfonso versus Two Cold Scorpio coming out. He's like coming out midway through this segment, too. Like Rob Van Dam's oh, music man. is playing midway through this. Um, I this predict match,
3: hot takes for this match. Go I was ahead,
1: very excited for this match. Um, the crowd was restless almost immediately, and unfortunately, Eats this match alive for the first few minutes. Um, after some back and forth, the action bleeds to the outside, and Van Dam uh, lands a solid kick. One of which looks like it na- like landed perfectly with uh, two cold Scorpio's jaw, uh, which was great. They get back in the ring, and the crowd starts chanting, "This match sucks." Mm-hmm. Stupid. Um, New Jersey man, Jesus Christ! They were
4: weird as fuck for this match.
1: Yeah, Scorpio they were hit as a- in general in for general, ECW. but yeah. Scorpio hits a jackknife power bomb and RVD sells the shit out of it. Um, midway through this, I was, which is 15 minutes is midway, by the way. Uh, so I've been watching this for a long time. Um, I had the thought of uh, how effortless Too Cold Scorpio's movement was back in the 90s. Yeah. What a king.
4: He's just fucking oh, yeah. insane. Yeah.
1: yeah. Scorpio pile drives Van Dam on the ramp and the crowd loved it. Uh, John Finnegan, here we go. Gets killed during this match via a splash from Too Cold. Sabu interferes during the ref bump area, like, you know, time in the match. Sandman hits the ring, and Asbury Park comes unglued. Unfortunately, nobody gives a shit about the match while he's out there. Nope. Rob Van Dam wins after reversing a Scorpio attack into a victory roll. This was fine. It just went so long, and it actually took away from the rating for me. I went two and a half. I thought it was fine, but it just did nothing really for me past that. I would have went two and three quarters, but 30 minutes for that. I just feel like you could have done a quarter of that time and gotten where you needed to be. Um, Pat, I haven't started with you. Let's start with you. (laughs) <laughs> i can tell we're on different, different drop a videos. bomb on us, baby. yeah i went three and a half stars in this match I knew, I knew you were gonna go another hole yeah
0: I, I love this match um it was long as shit though i'm not gonna lie to you it was really long but i, I enjoyed it i enjoy I, I too cold scorpio smooth fuck is butter motherfucker like it was insane um i've never. i like you watch a lot of high flyers and you you know textbook high flyers, whatever but It's rare that you see somebody move that gracefully every single time they're in the air. Like, it's just, like, slow-mo. Every fucking time he jumps off anything, it's just...
1: That was something that stuck out to me. There's a moment where Van Dam does, like, the 450 to, like, make fun of Scorpio. And he jumps so high for it, and he still gets, like, the the rotation. Scorpio then does the 450, and it's like he doesn't even jump. He just kind of, like, glides through the air while doing it. It's weird, man.
0: It's like, it's, it's insane. I did enjoy it. Um, I, I did bring my rating down when Sabu came out because I was, it, honestly, it was ignorant as fuck. He just literally lands on top of t Scorpio's head. But what happened after with the clothesline and then uh, RVD selling the fuck out of that clothesline with the whole ass backflip, like, I was, I, I don't know. It was long, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what I watched, for sure.
1: Casey, what you got?
4: I gave it a three. Um, the y- y'all fucking didn't even comment on this, and this is where I I had said in the in the group chat that the greatest spot in this entire pay per view happens, and it's Sandman doing a fucking Frankenstein.er it's the most random thing that happened in no. this match.
1: I haven't gotten <laughs> there. It's post-match. Is it well, post-match?
4: Yes. This yeah. was during the match. No, man a does
1: a
3: lot of stuff post I don't
1: he... give a shit. It's the <laughs> greatest thing that's happened in this
4: entire, puts in this him entire through pay-per-view.
1: of a, a 64th of the table breaks on him. Oh, it's fucking it's, he was dancing post-match. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a mess. Corner, it's boy. a mess. But uh the
4: I guess so that's post match my apologies. it's thirty plus minutes long. It's kind of a blur at this point. Um, I think 22 the, minutes long. It's like thirty minutes in total, like with everything, but like, I think the funniest part about the whole match is every time Scorpio signed to do the four fifty, he did every other dive and splash and flip but the 450, and I was like, this motherfucker's gonna turn heel, cause he's not gonna do it, and everyone's gonna get mad, like <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna give you a moonsaw I'm gonna give you a senton, I'm gonna do a splash, he's like, I'm gonna do everything but the 450 until the very end um, but yeah I mean, it was, it's good, I don't think it was a two star match, but that's just someone's opinion, it's terrible but it's fine,
1: I went two and a half dickhead, Portland what you got? I went
2: three. <laughs> <laughs> Super angry. Uh I went three. Uh it it's overbooked. It's it overstayed its welcome huh. for sure, but there's good spots in it. You know, it's it's hard to uh an ECW, especially between two cool Scorpio and R V D, it's gonna be a lot of flips and twists and every single move is gonna be a another flashy thing, it's not going to be exactly what you would see out of a traditional pro wrestling match. So you got to look at it from like a separate, you got to know what you're getting yourself into if you're watching this match. Um, but they did their style. Well, I'm, I'm glad that it never really clashed at least in this one, it did it. Um, there was some miscues, but I mean, that's just the nature of the game for them, I suppose. Um, Cause I mean, half the shit that Rob Van Dam does, I mean, he's not talking match over. You know, he's, he's making gonna be like, I'm gonna get some offense. I'm gonna let you get some offense. Oh, oh here's the oh, finish. Oh, oh. I'm he gonna do a bunch
1: just, of rolls in the fucking
2: moves. Two cars,
0: two cars. Whoopi whooping that ass for a little bit. <laughs> mm. The uh, the Van Daminator in the
2: match is pretty funny. Um But yeah, man. Other than that, it's it's three star no, match. Like, There's nothing to run home about. The after the match shit is just the over bookness yeah. of it. Just. Looking back on the match now, it, it would probably like lower it if I watched it again, just because of all the bullshit that happens later. But match itself is fine where it is,
1: you know. Before I before I pass it to Ethan, how does it feel knowing that you spent an hour watching that match collectively? You've watched the pay per view twice, right? So mm-hmm. you spent like an hour dealing with the bullshit. You saw. Same I'm gonna be real. Twice. I ran the I ran the main event back three times. The main event
0: fucking rocks, Why? though. Rocks.
4: Because, honestly, the
0: first rocks time... is an insane word, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is the first weird. time I watched it, I really was a very amazing. interesting word. And the second
2: time that I watched it, <laughs> I was taking, like, white notes, you know? And I knew I was going to end up taking a lot of notes again. And then I ran it back today because I was also like, I don't fucking remember anything about that main event, like, at all. And then I ran it back and was like, oh, yeah. That's why it's I
1: forgot. Sick. I loved it. We'll talk about it later. Ethan, yeah. what'd you go on this match, though?
2: I went three stars.
3: Um, it just, I love two Cold Scorpio and ECW, um, so I'm automatically going to love this. Um, I felt like the first 10 minutes were really good. It was too long, um, but when the first, like the first nine or 10 minutes, I was like, fuck yeah, like this is going to be, this could be like a three and a half or something like that. This is going to be real good. And then it just dragged a little too much, but I thought it was a good match. Especially on a show where shit falls apart just about every other match, if not every match, um, they held it together pretty well, and it's just fun seeing them run through their stuff for me. So yeah, three stars here. The stuff at the end was stupid as fuck, but oh, we got boy. to see Sane Man shake his little bird.
1: <laughs> oh so. man, it's great. Post match, RVD is uh, he gives Two Cold <clears throat> Scorpio the opportunity to shake his hand, but uh, Cold shoulders him when he does. Scorpio Also, whenever
2: he puts his hand out to shake his hand, he has the mic, and he says, shake my hand, but he does the RP. Shake
1: "Shake my my hand. hand. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a dickhead. uh, (laughs) Um, Scorpio buys into Rob Van Dam's bullshit for a bit before clotheslining the hell out of him, stomping him out until Sabu kills Too Cold Scorpio. Uh the tag team beat up on Scorpio and plan to put him through a table until Sandman comes uh comes down and canes the shit out of Sabu and hits a top rope Frankensteiner, uh putting Sabu through the smallest bit of the table, which made me laugh. Did you after see after Scorpio addresses the crap.
4: Did you see Sandman's face after that Frankensteiner though? No. <laughs> the look of fucking regret. Was so good. He looks up at the camera and was just like, Why the fuck did I just do that? Like, he's like, That hurt so incredibly bad.
1: That man has the most <laughs> swollen gut I've ever seen in my life. Dude. This man has been drinking Dude. since he was six. Dude,
3: that shit, <laughs> I bet you this. I bet you this. No one here has touched Sandman before, right?
1: No. I bet been hard. Have you, been in, the... Have you been in the
3: rock? Uh... <laughs> I guarantee you. He's got one of those bloated, stiff guts. Uh, uh, And while I'm talking here, I just have to say Sabu and Sandman are not capable of having a match that's rated above three stars, if even that. And this spot, if someone said, I want to watch some Sabu and Sandman matches, I'd say, just watch this. You see all you need to see. A bunch (laughs) of Uh, uh, fuck-ups.
1: After Scorpio addresses the crowd for a bit, he and Sandman share a beer, and they dance in the ring together. Woo! Glad we got
0: through My that.
1: My favorite part. Uh, we get a promo <laughs> video showing
0: man <Chris. laughs> right. Ethan is bugging out right now. Dude, he on a different <laughs> I, I really
4: also just love that Sandman hands him the beer and Scorpio goes, what do you want me to do with this?
1: Audibly. Yeah, like on it. the mic. Like, He's what do you want me to do? He would have gotten booed out of that fucking arena if he didn't drink that beer with Sandman.
4: Dude, those uh, fans love some Sandman. Sandman was just like, what the? What do you mean, you- you drink dude. it
1: dude. <laughs> it represents everything that the ecw crowd is which joel gertner eventually references them by um we have a promo video showing chris candido turning on lance storm pat i can't read things when i see you reacting promo video showing chris candido turning on lance storm yet they're still tag team champions uh they each got to pick a partner and they face each other tonight um we get back in the arena and the dudleys are out with joel gertner Oh, fucking Joel so. Gertner refers to the Asbury Park uh, crowd as welfare recipients and homeless vagabonds of Asbury Park. <laughs> <laughs> he also says, um, talking about Big Dick Dudley – I feel nauseous even saying that word uh, – <laughs> Talking about the arms, attached to the man that last night took such liberties with your mother and points at somebody in the crowd who is very upset. Like, those front row people are pissed. (laughs) Took such liberties with your mother that he is now recognized as your father in 17 states. Um, He does typical introductions, and then he says, I'm like milk. I do a body good. The quintessential stud muffin and a damn handsome man. The man whose wit is more tongue in cheek than a lesbian orgy. Joel, your girlfriend has me on her speed dial because she loves the way I star 69 her, Gertner. Um. Uh, this was uh the Dudleys That's it, versus Dirty Balls. motherfucker man. dude. <laughs> I just again, only... a compilation of everything he's ever said I, ever. I know that Mike wrote it
4: down. I also wrote it down and I had to question like my own sanity writing these words being like did he really just fucking say
1: I mistyped Tongue. one word and I was like I don't need to type all that. So so <laughs> but I still did back up and retype it. Um this was the Dudleys versus Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten versus New Jack and Little Spike Dudley. Um, this was My your God. typical Dudley sh- bullshit with chair shot. There goes Ethan with chair shots galore due to Mahoney and Axel Rotten being in the match. Until New Jack and Spike Dudley make their way down, and then it just follows the typical New Jack ECW match. Uh, Spike hits a really cool Hurricane run on Bubba after standing on his shoulders. Looked fucking awesome. So
4: insane. Yeah.
1: Um, it eventually spilled into the crowd near the merch stands, which I thought was fucking hilarious to think about. Like those people. I just how many people were in ECW that you never never saw? Um but anyway it spills out by their stands And the crowd is losing their fucking minds. Balls and Axel Rotten get the Dudleys on the tables and New Jack and Little Spike Dudley double dive from the balcony through the tables. Cortland, I have one question. Did you pop for that at all?
2: Yeah I did. Alright cool. That's all I clean. needed to know.
1: It wasn't it, was it, prior. I mean, i glad that no one
2: got hurt. The thing, thing that, that stuck out to me. Talk about prior, but I mean, New the Jack got th- hurt. I, I, I laughed a I'm little sure. bit at that.
1: The but... thing that stuck out was Spike didn't even fucking hesitate. Nope. Spike dies yeah.
2: before nope. New Jack does. He goes, yeah. all right, my I got to find, find the one that New Jack literally throws him um, yeah, or, it's... like, pushes him off. I, I got to find that for you. I, I think can't it's later on. I'm not. Yeah, dude, it's bad. Because they're, like, side by side, and, like, Spike's, like, holding his arm, and he's, like, fucking shaking him. You're gonna go, and he's, like, yup! and then they just jump together. Oh, yeah, it's God bad.
1: God. Uh They but, eventually yeah, make their way back to the ring. Uh, Spike tornado DDT's balls Mahoney through a table, which <laughs> looked fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> and then Bubba picks up Spike in a gorilla press, and the crowd goes apeshit, thinking he's about to be thrown their way. Yeah, uh, Bam Bam ruined that crowd. Uh, Dudley's with a 3D to eliminate balls and axle. I didn't even know that this was an elimination match to be completely honest with you guys until they said that they were eliminated. Uh, um, well,
2: you wouldn't know it's it's not an elimination match because Bubba broke up a pin
1: <laughs> that's during an elimination, <sighs> match. he did. Uh, which just psychology, brother, got me heat. Uh, I was gonna
3: say, you know, but there he is today giving advice.
1: God bless. So the Dudleys hit a 3D to eliminate balls and Axel. They get hit with double guitar shots, an acid drop from Spike, and then a diving splash from an assist from a chair from New Jack for the win. This was fucking ridiculous. I loved it. Star and a half. We have the same
2: rating. Wow. Sick. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> sorry.
3: God. I feel like a fucking freak right now.
1: Just go ahead, Ethan. what Did you go high?
3: I'm going to lay on it. Two and a half. Good shit fuck bunch of bullshit. Was I entertained? Yes, sir. Did it make sense? No. Does half of ECW make sense? No. No.
1: Was it entertaining?
3: We got, the, we got one of the most... Now, listen. You're not going to hold this against me in the main event. I know what that's what that question is.
1: No, but, no, no. Was it entertaining, though? It huh? was fucking entertaining, dude. It was fun. Yes. I enjoyed it. Yes. But yes. objectively, the match fucking sucked. Like, yeah. it wasn't good. It's, it's not... A match. It didn't feel like a well, match. Well, like like I
4: said,
2: like for, there was for some even falls, but like does that make it a match?
4: This is essentially <laughs> the same exact match as we had the week last week's on last week's episode where it's just it's just like everything about ECW mashed together into one fucking match where it's just a bunch of clusterfuck happening and then someone eventually gets pinned. Like it doesn't make sense at all. It's not like overly grotesque like Violence, it's just really dumb spots, and then, like, someone gets pinned and everyone goes home.
1: Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Pat, be, be, really, feel, feel a sense of pride knowing that you missed last week's episode. Because it fucking sucked. Um, <laughs> How many
3: of these podcasts have we not said you watched? stuff?
1: Not a one. That's true. Um But... <laughs> If I have to go back and rewatch Sabu defeat the Sandman in a tables and ladders match for 21 minutes and nothing looked good, I might saw my eyes out of my own fucking head. (laughs) Um, Cortland, before I move to Pat, did you have anything that you wanted to add?
2: Uh, Glad that no one got what seemed to be seriously injured. Devon got his ass whooped in this match. Devon did look great. They just beat him up and chased him everywhere. Like, he would take, like, five spots yeah. in the ring. He would try to roll out, and then someone would chase him. And you would see him literally, like, they
1: they run. Run. <laughs> Leave me
2: alone. Really
1: Ethan, before we move on to Pat, did you have anything that you wanted to add to your two and a half?
3: No, sir. I'm going to let her eat.
1: Pat. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
2: <laughs> what you got, Pat?
0: I'm two and three quarters in this what? match. Yes! It fucking two rocked, but it sucked, two you know? Three it was so fucking awesome, dude. Oh I God. don't care. Like, oh, let, 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 let's be real. Let's keep this a buck. Let's keep it a thou While It's not a good match at all. <laughs> you gave it two and three quarters for entertainment. Hell the fuck yeah, that was fucking entertainment. <laughs> The name of the game is promotion, baby. We're selling <laughs> tickets, and if I bought a fucking ticket to that shit, I want to went home fucking happy, dog. <laughs> Dude,
5: the
4: thing is,
3: it's worth uh, the I rating know. for the spot off the balcony alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, right the you're, you're absolutely right. right. You're absolutely I will say right.
4: it's worth the rating for the 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 off the chest Hurricane Rana from Spike and the Spike Dive. Other than that, the rest of the match is a
2: disaster. It's, also, New Jack's leap, whenever he hits the table, his face hits fuck before the table smacks. does. He likes <laughs> <has laughs> scorpions, right? Oh, dude, it's brutal. Yeah, and brutal. He is not moving. And Axel nope. like, comes up and he's like, oh, fuck. Like, he, like, kneels is he down. dead? Is
1: he like dead? I don't know. <laughs> um, I love that you went two and three quarters. Uh, Casey, what would you go on it?
4: i felt weird giving it a two but like
1: don't feel
3: weird brother
4: because like i said it's 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 bad but it comes down to one of those things where it's just it's when so i feel like when a lot of people are like i never liked ecw this is the fucking reason why because none of it makes sense but to pat's point it it's fucking fun to watch. Like, it's yeah, fucking stupid yeah. as shit. I love yeah. that, like, during this time frame, I don't know if, like, the Dudleys, like, in the locker room were really liked because no one sells a 3D. Devon has to lift some of the heaviest motherfuckers with all of his strength. And like we just said, he got his ass beat for the entire match. And he has to lift up fucking Axelron and fucking... And oh. Balls Mahoney. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Dead weight. Just. <laughs> There's a moment where Balls hits Bubba with a chair, and it's like, oh, that was a decent shot. And then he folds a chair over Devon's head, and then holds the chair in the air. And the chair <laughs> is like, like, just fucking. <laughs> Like right where his head land, I was like, he's oh, like he's- hooray,
2: I broke the chair, and
1: he I- just falls to his
2: knees and
1: he's like, what? <laughs> Right. Because I feel like this is when this is when D started doing the whole like twitching thing. And I saw oh, Bubba do it first, and I was like, Oh, this motherfucker's stealing his gimmick. And then I watch him <laughs> eat it! like just fucking <laughs> like he-, he just fucking commits. And you see Devon get a hit. Boom! It folds his head like a fucking toaster. Bop! <laughs> and And uh, and you see Devon almost look at Hard Cam like he's like boom! Like,
4: God damn! Like you can just see his face
1: is like. Ugh! He's got that wily coyote like oh, He
2: just
1: he falls to a knee and just kind of does like a slow mo fall. Like, Please leave me! Alone. I'm obviously out of this. Uh, yeah. Doesn't stop. They beat the shit out of him. Um, no. <laughs> they
2: chase him all the way around this You know what dude? I'm
1: gonna go two on that I'm gonna go two stars now that I'm talking about it Bump it he up. God cracked Dude <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
5: bitch.
1: He got his I'm telling you I'm gonna send you a link to it I'll fucking record it on my hard. phone legally And uh <laughs> I'm telling you dude when he gets He gets fucking crowned Like he's yeah, I got like Bring the fuck back here e- e- boom, Like just fuck <laughs> Kills his ass, dude. I
4: just, I just want to say I appreciate everyone that listens to this audio only, but for the Not love of God, that. I need you to just go to, like, an hour into the episode and then watch Mike do all
1: this because it's fucking I'm hilarious. St- I'm swinging a chair. <laughs> uh, Come on in. He – oh, Lord. He did let him eat, Ethan, as you were uh, alluding. You're to, damn right. But God bless. Um – Devon's life expectancy had to have gone down after this match. That's what I <laughs> say. Uh, those chair shots <laughs> took years. This shit was yeah. what
3: to be what turned him into Rev Devon. Two,
1: st- two
2: stars. Two stars. <laughs> um, he had to testify about this shit. Oh
1: god. Uh, Joey Styles is pissed off about Justin Credible. He said that he spits on the traditions of the business, the wrestling business, um, and he just talks a whole bunch of shit. I didn't realize that Justin Credible was only twenty three at this time Ooh. pretty crazy Joey we then cuts jump in.
4: the most ridiculous promo on fucking just incredible he goes on Dude, for he's a like,
1: minute he just wants to hurt people he's just trying to kill people um we get a promo for just incredible with Paul Heyman commentary Dude, over he top of it this yeah. fucking ruled uh Heyman needs to do all promos for everything forever uh he said tonight at ECW's living dangerously 23 year old miserable punk just incredible is the hunted the Hunter, the Innovator of Violence, Tommy Dreamer. Ugh. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. Paul Heyman can fucking cut a promo, though, fellas. He I can. like, Dude, these are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, we get Jenna Jameson being introduced as Uh-oh. ECW's new commentator, and uh, she's doing an interview, and it's, of course, just incredible. Uh, he comes out, he puts his hand in her face and says... I don't need, or he says, uh, with Beulah McGillicuddy on his jock, why does he need Jenna Jameson? She says that she was only going to interview him because they wanted her to. She says she'll interview who she wants. And, of course, it's Tommy Dreamer. Wow, big shocker. Um, We get Tommy Dreamer versus Just Incredible with Jason and Nicole Bass. Fuck Doug Furness. I'll ride with that, Ethan. And you can't let that one off. But fuck Jason too. Fuck yes. this guy. <laughs> Hold on. I just want to fuck say. Fuck Jason. Why is he thinking... He's Jason. buff Bagwell, but less cool
4: and buff fucking sucks. Isn't he Wasn't he billed as the sexiest man alive, Jason? Ugh. Jason makes Jason. Oh, never
1: mind. I don't need to say that we'll get pulled off. <laughs> and here's time. the
3: thing. This one isn't going to be ruined by me Googling the <laughs> last name. So fuck Jason. Did her live? Jason
4: is still alive.
1: Um, Thank, God. Thank God! Thank the
4: Damn it, dude! Yo. <laughs>
1: I'm wanted. <laughs> oh It'll dude, Ethan said that shit with his whole last chest. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> his last name is Knight. Like Ew. like knighted. Like Devon got fucking knighted by a chair. Last <laughs> match. Um, quick Good thought Lord before him. we dive into the match. Just incredible's ECW theme was snap your finger snap your neck by prong. <laughs> and listening to that song after, like, knowing what it was, I don't yeah, know if, yeah. if, on, if, on,
5: if on, time any time song yeah,
0: What's the timeout?
5: Time out. Wrong.
0: I, mean, I have a timeout,
5: too. You No, Yo,
0: Ethan heard Snap Your Fingers and he fucking died. It was Lil <laughs> Jon, <bro>. <laughs> I was like, how did this song <laughs> You get can do it all and all
5: not
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just Incredible coming out to Lil John and the Yin Yang. It would be a mess.
1: It would be a mess. <laughs> Holy shit!
3: <laughs> oh, I'm Ethan, glad somebody called.
1: Ethan, what did you uh... want to add? Hmm? Is that it? Is that all you wanted to add? Is little Yes.
4: Little chunk? Yeah, that was it. Oh
1: god! Oh, y'all fucking are cr- snap your fingers, snap your neck by prong. <laughs> <laughs> and that song fucking rules for just incredible. Like that's a song that I I can't hear that instrumental and not think of just incredible. Just a thought that I had. Um, apparently, I can't fucking talk about anything even close to Lil Jon without Ethan losing his fucking mind. Um, Dreamer takes a disgusting railing crotch spot in this. Oh, uh, really? This was fine for the first few minutes, but it ended up being overbooked as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God. What do you want me to call it, Ethan?
3: All I heard was he took a disgusting railing.
4: A dis- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. What God.
1: this, God damn it. I'm begging
4: you. I'm so glad we don't have like actual sponsors right now. It's, it's just, a mess. It's just a disaster.
1: <laughs> Got riled up before this podcast, and it's fucked.
4: I it drank a
3: coffee. That's what it is. I drank a coffee at 7 p.m. Okay, us
1: restart. Start.
4: Caffeinated Cadillac should. Cowboy. Good God. C C C.
1: Dreamer takes a really rough railing. <laughs> a bad railing spot.
3: <laughs> no, just say this, Mike. Just say Dreamer got gets dropped on his
1: on his dangling on the rail.
3: Got on the rail, and we'll move
2: along. It was from the stage, though.
1: It from was stage, right.
4: It was from the, the, the stage. Back. It was pretty rough.
2: You see his body, like kind of vibrate like yeah, when like, he hit you oh, like, oh. like his
1: shoulder who had, a, worst night? Like, oh, who had a worse night Devon or did Tommy
3: Dreamer no no who had a worse I night Devon or Beulah Tommy wasn't putting no seed out that night he got crotched on the rail I fucking
0: hate you dude
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right my bad.
3: listen I'll
1: stop I'll be normal I'll be normal no seat he wasn't putting no seed out <laughs>
3: Listen, I will be quiet and respectful, Ethan, yep. that everyone wants from now on. No, 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 no. no. I just want to get through this, Matt. You okay, let's roll. If we're
2: going to get to a better spot in this.
1: This Wait. was fine for the first few minutes, but it ended up overbooked as fuck. Anyway, after run-ins from... Beulah, Jason, Nicole Bass, and Mikey Whipwreck, Tommy Dreamer gets a DDT for the pinfall victory. A star! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Man.
3: Golly bomb. You were to the Did anybody get higher? Anybody go higher
1: on that? I do. I, I,
4: I, I gave it a quarter more, but that's it.
1: I couldn't, in good faith, give this a star and a half or a star and a quarter and give Masato Tanaka himself a star and a quarter.
2: Because you fucked up. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I gave this a star and a quarter. Uh, Any, anything yeah. that you want to add? Yeah, I mean Tommy Dreamer taking every rule book of Ric Flair, including unwillingly kissing women, but you know I even almost wrote that down. I swear to God
4: <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm glad someone did.
1: Well, hey man, he's a piece of shit at Tommy Dreamer at Impact Wrestling. Ooh. Fuck Ooh, Tommy Dreamer, bro. fuck Doug Furnace, fuck Jason. No. It's already been sad. Matt, <laughs> what you got?
0: I went one star. Uh you know what? This shit was hella forgettable. I forgot it happened, honestly. Tommy Dreamer uh, can carry
2: <laughs> Tommy Dreamer can carry anyone into a bad match. Like against people that can have good matches, he's like, Hey man, you and me, you wanna have a like twenty minute
1: star and a half? Yeah, you want to have the most forgettable match of your career? Because I'm oh, in. It's man. because
2: he
4: doesn't have a fucking move set. He does a pile driver, a fucking DDT, and he tries to rack people's nuts on the fucking railings.
1: That's it. In the arm out spot. Ah! Well, ECW. Like
4: I never understood. And fuck it, we're gonna go here now. I've never, I can never understand why he's the face of ECW. There are so many other fucking <laughs> people. Like, yeah, I don't care that he helped book shit in the back, or he did this, or he did that. I don't he care.
1: The cane spot, he was probably one of the first organic people to get over, like, in but the But, like,
4: who the fuck cares? He Anyone doesn't do anything oh. for the entire fucking company. Name me one fucking ECW match where you went, man, Tommy fucking killed it. Dreamer doesn't do Goddamn thing. It's the same shit in every promotion he's been in since.
3: Yeah, fuck that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I'll agree with you.
1: The best, Michael. I know you just grown. The best thing Tommy Dreamer ever did was have a camera in his face when Sandman's music hit at the first one-night stand.
2: No, the best thing Tommy Dreamer ever did was work for (laughs) WF where they made him just eat a bunch of weird stuff. Oh, yeah, and again, he was eating throw up shit,
0: fucking really? picking up burgers off the ground. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember Dude, this
2: at all. <laughs> Dude, I'm just
0: going to say, I think
3: it's hilarious. Do- Tommy Dreamer in WWE in 2003, to me, is what us looking back at Tommy Dreamer in ECW really is. But it he's, seems cooler because it's in yeah. ECW. He he's just looks too. like a little cheerleader. Oh, I've got on a tight ECW t-shirt that my nipples are poking out of, and I'm yeah. going to scream about my pride and, and just like.
2: What we were talking about on Raw, we watched a random Raw yesterday, I believe it was, yeah. and uh, Tommy Dreamer's on there wearing a shirt that says "I, I keep going until I'm Raw." I do it
0: till it's Raw or some shit like, some shit like that.
2: <laughs> I found it; it's on eBay, fifty bucks if you want it. It's it's ridiculous shirt, uh, but he goes up to obviously a plant like enhancement talent in the crowd that has a cheeseburger, and he like rips it from his hand and it hits the ground, and he picks it up and then eats it. And then they show a bunch of clips of him like going around some random city picking up garbage <laughs> and just like eating random shit from like the locker room. And like he went to a like a barber shop and ate a bunch oh, of hair. The- and shit like, that's Tommy Dreamer, man. Yeah, because
4: the, the way he waves the company flag is by doing dumb shit that no one else wanted to do. That's, that's the so only I, reason why he gets the love. And it's like, it's, he's not a good
2: fucking wrestler. He so doesn't like, take it's the it's craziest spots like there. He's doing all this stuff while wearing whatever company brand t shirt. Like, oh, yeah, dude. You don't have merch. Tommy Dreamer. It's not that you didn't want to be ECW champion. No one fucking wanted you to be the ECW champion.
1: Mm. Tommy Dreamer might be the only wrestler in history to get hazed twice. Good.
4: Good. Good.
1: Good.
4: Haze him again.
1: Love it. Okay, so Pat went a star. Cortland went a star and a quarter. I went a star. Ethan. All right.
2: <laughs> it was the Landstorm pile driver on that apron that gave me the extra. I would have gone a star, but the pile driver yeah. looked great. Yeah, it That's looked fair. great. Casey, what you got?
4: I mean, I gave it a star and a quarter, but my, my, my literal notes to this whole match are boring, yet another Dreamer match that needs all of this extra shit going on. Cause that's that's another match where it's like, okay, cool. We can't have a normal match. We've gotta we got to have fucking seventy-five people in, in here, or yeah, we've got to have all this extra shit that like doesn't make any sense. That doesn't need to be yeah. there for us to get a DDT. Yeah, and then not. Good it
1: wasn't way. even a. It wasn't even a good looking DDT. Never, <laughs> not a good. Never, one. like the most
4: subpar DDT of all time. There's only one person that can do a good DDT. and That was Jake the Snake. That's it. And he fucking mm-hmm. had to bite people with the fucking I snake think. to get over. Like
1: <laughs> at the end of the day, fuck Tommy Dreamer. You know. All right, Ethan, we've officially made it to you. Starting. All right. <laughs> you want to add to <laughs> it's not you. It's Tommy Dreamer. I swear to God, it is.
4: I want you to know that my eyes can't go any further into the back of my head when you keep calling him the innovator of violence.
1: I will call him that every chance I get. You should have given me that moment I there, bud. Much it's rather, over
4: for you. I oh. would much rather you call him what I called him, but I didn't say on the podcast. Um, but I don't want to go
1: down that road.
2: Let's just say. How it's...
4: about you put
1: it in a group chat and I'll read it. Um, <laughs> and I won't read it out loud. <laughs> uh, um, what was you talking was about two letters? What was I gonna say? Um. Tommy Dreamer's the shits. That's what I was gonna say. Uh Just Incredible has like wood chip teeth. Don't know how to explain it past that. That's what you get. Um We get a uh, who's the toughest man in ECW? Bam Bam Bigelow or Taz? We get another ECW Hardcore Hotline, the exact same promo we got from before. Uh oh and then my you have
0: God, Casey.
1: It's it's back on uh oh man, hold on. Pause. I need to read it. Alright! <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: um, more than two words. <laughs> a little bit more. It's a bit of a,
1: you know. All right. Um, We have, uh, Lord have mercy, let me get back on track. We have more Heyman dictated promos. After a long back and forth, it was revealed that Bam Bam and the rest of Triple Threat set Taz up the whole damn time. Leading us to this match, Taz, the defending ECW World Television Champion, taking on Bam Bam Bigelow. These match—you know what? You know what? Casey, the floor is yours, my friend.
4: I mean, you guys probably have more notes than I do on these. Like These are really hard for me to say anything about because I just like to That's watch right. them.
1: I got you, but it's fine. The entrances had me very hyped, right? Bam Bam hits the ring so fast in his return home and it just crosses his arms. Tough as fuck waiting yep. for Taz. Uh, this is also, the, I think, the first Taz entrance that we've seen so far where I'm like, wow, that's a star. Uh, he looked <clears> fucking <throat> great. Um, it's a pro Bam Bam crowd. A few things stuck out. Um, Taz hits a nasty judo throw early, dumping Bam Bam directly on the top of his head. Um, Bam Bam power bombs Taz and tries to send him through to the core of the earth. He Dude powerbombed shit the shit out of him.
2: That is fucking devastating. Dude. He's an asshole for that. He tried man. to kill
1: him. <laughs> um... <laughs> Taz gave his ass a receipt, though. Oh, dude, Taz... (laughs) Taz plexes Bam Bam into the fucking crowd, almost breaking his own neck again, and killing Bam Bam in the process. Um, It dawned on me after a clothesline that sent both men over the railing back toward the ring. Bam Bam loves to do flippy shit. Yes. He loves it,
2: dude.
4: Because yeah. do- at the time, he's 365 pounds.
1: It makes no fucking sense. Casey, real question. Were you there that morning when he weighed himself? That's what, he gets, that's what he's built at. He <laughs> said that shit passionately, baby. I love it. Well, him. because
4: he gets built at 345 at Heat Wave 98,
1: and he looks a lot lighter. Dude, I love this. this. he's a big motherfucker at this time. Like this <laughs> attire of Bam Bam,
2: top-notch shit. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. Looks so good, dude. It's
1: great, um,
4: man.
3: That's what as, I need you to be for Halloween this year, Casey. I have
4: to be Joel Gertner. Oh.
1: <laughs> I was oh, I... you already you know, already <laughs> said no, I have no, to no. be Joel Gertner. Just rock Bam Bam. I'll rock no, I'll what we Joel discussed Banner, before no. the podcast. <laughs> and you be Bam Bam. If you rock Bam Bam. Just like, I just, just like no the blazer, in the
2: no,
4: no
1: shirt, and then like the neck brace. We'll just,
4: <laughs> now walk around Rock, bam, work. bam.
1: Rock, bam, bam. I'll rock what we discussed before the podcast.
4: I'm gonna die a heat stroke if I rock, bam, bam. It's too much material. But fine. <laughs> that's a lot of material. More than
1: a neck brace.
4: Yeah, I won't wear a shirt. Right. It'll work. It's fine. Oh, We're that's fine.
1: That's fine. <laughs> <straight>. will <laughs> bounce <itself> um, out. <laughs> Taz reverses greetings from Asbury Park and locks in the Taz mission, jumping on Bigelow's back in the process. Who, unbeknownst to referee John Finnegan, who really did give, uh, whatever Dick Face's name, Nick Patrick, uh, a run for his money in this pay per view, but he was horrible throughout this night. Um, who, unbeknownst to referee John Finnegan, Bam Bam's tapping to the Taz mission, and he eventually says, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna try to fall backwards on Taz." sending them to the depths of hell, going through the ring, um, and the crowd goes apeshit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, the, the the pop when the ring exploded was the loudest shit ever.
1: it took it was two separate pops it was like the loudest yeah. cool. holy, holy fuck like, yeah. it like
4: took everyone a minute to realize that two grown men broke a fucking ring like they were like because I'm sitting there and I, I was like legitimately trying to think I'm like I think that's the first time at least on US soil that that's ever happened
1: yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask. Like, has this happened? Has was it a? Well, because I was like, I was like, we've time. we've gotten at least
4: the the Hell Stage in a part. Cell spots where like you've gotten thrown off a Hell in a Cell and through a Hell in a Cell, but not through a ring yet. And yeah. that happened with with Man Kanks. It happened I don't in 97. think we're
2: there yet. That happened in '97, right? That's '98. I'm pretty. Was sure. Was it '98 or '97, Corlin? Corlin. King of the Ring is
4: '97. It's a, yeah. So that happens, and that's already wild. But it's like, I don't think anyone's ever utilized the ring as like going through something. That's fucking insane.
1: My brain yeah. thought it was ninety eight. Well, I'm the dumb dumb here. Um, uh, you just gotta think of takers. Nope. Heiress nope. Yeah. The Undertaker defeated mankind and in in a Cell in King of the Ring ninety eight. Was it ninety eight? I thought it was ninety seven. We're really. not there yet, bud. Okay, we're so not try to there yet, it, but they still don't. Nope. <laughs> um, Man.
4: Well, fuck me then.
1: Bam Bam emerges pulling Taz out of the fucking divot and pins him to become the new ECW world television champion
4: I do love the moment of k being broken where like it's legitimately like let me help you get out of the out yeah, of yeah, here. yeah like Taz <laughs> didn't get
1: out the first time and he's like oh right, well hold he's on like, my like, ah. he's like please help me <laughs> and then he's like okay um, now I'm gonna pin you back <laughs> who would have the lowest rating here let's start with Pat. What you got on this
0: Pat? I gave it a German's three. Yep. Um He went lowest.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Probably. Yeah, I uh yeah, I gave it a three. I called that three. True. Um I could have went higher, but um I don't know, once Taz fucking concussed himself, it was more just Bam Billa losing his fucking mind and just doing a bunch of Hulk <laughs> Hulk not Hulk shit, but incredible Hulk shit. Just throwing chairs around, fucking hyping up the crowd and shit. Can you yeah. imagine, dude? Yeah, like it was—it was just a lot. <laughs> but,
1: uh, I mean, I,
0: I didn't hate the match; it was good. Taz looked good. Um, the table spots were kind of trash. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, dude, the uh, spot—what were those fucking tables made out of? That, those tables the are made out of fucking potato chips. The gym. beginning
4: <laughs> where Bam Bam only hits the corner of the table and it fucking—it dis- is my breaks. favorite part
2: of this match. It was going to be in my rating. It is my favorite <laughs> fucking thing because they missed this spot of the table and he only hits this corner. So Bammer gets so upset that he just walks over there and Hulk smashes the table and it just fucking shatters. <laughs> <laughs> and all was, was
4: So my, he gets oh he gets my, spilled. It, really nice. So Bammer gets spilled to the outside. He goes I, Honestly, I'm like was he supposed to hit the table or was he supposed to miss it but he catches just the corner. And it's all of Bam Bam's weight. Somehow the table stays perfectly standing, but he just explodes the corner. <laughs> so it's just like full table, table, and then it's like indented game. from Bam Bam. Ooh. And then yeah, he just goes fuck. <laughs> and smashes it smashes into. It was ass.
0: like somebody broke like the shipment of tables, and they were like, "Fuck, we can't replace them," so they just put them back under that shit. Because <laughs> like every time anybody grabbed a table, that shit was like instant. Yeah, it's like the people that were leave. loading
1: them were, like, looking around like, nobody knows it's broken, just get it under there, quick. <laughs> fight it, fight it, fight it. <laughs> just get it done, get it under there.
4: Can you imagine those are the same tables they use for their merch, so they put a, a t-shirt on it smacks in half? It's just... <laughs> oh, it
1: just fucking folds. <laughs> um, Cortland, what'd you go on it? Uh I gave this three and a half stars. Mm. I
2: enjoyed this. Definitely a spectacle. Both of these guys speed each other up. Uh Bam Bam is the pro here. Obviously, Taz smacks his head on that guardrail, man. And uh, Bam Bam kind of just gets them through this match. <clears throat> um, wakes Taz up, gets him through the crowd, lands on... I think he he just like casually slaps Taz in the face in the yeah, crowd. Like, He's like, dude, you gotta wake the fuck up. And Taz is immediately like, alright, let's fucking run this shit. And then they go to their last two spots. Um, But man, it's great. It's a spectacle that... When I, when I think of ECW, this is where match. Is. This, they're both these clips from the barricade spot and them going to the ring. It is put into the intro of every single ECW show going forward. Uh, this is a huge, huge staple point in ECW and especially in hardcore style wrestling. Um, and it's all thanks to Bam Bam and Taz. So, three and a half, it's a legendary moment.
1: Ethan, would you go
3: three and a half as well? Um, these Taz and Bam Bam matches, some of the <clears throat> when I first started checking out ECW stuff, and admittedly, I feel like, I don't know if I've even ever seen this match in full until now. I know I've seen the Heat Wave one a couple of times, because that's the one where they go through the ramp. But uh, this may mm-hmm. have been my first time seeing this one, but um, I went three and a half. I mean, everything Cortland said, plus the fact of... Um, when Taz gets concussed, it just adds to the realism of matches for me. Not the, or not concussed, but when he get knocked out, you know, not that I wanted him to get knocked out, but it you have to say when shit like that happens, it it bumps my rating it a little bit. It adds that you element. Get, yeah, you get people, you get to really see what some of these guys are made of, is being able to keep a match going in those tough moments, and it adds to the feeling of okay, these guys just want to throw each other off the stage through this, through that. You know, it adds to the to the vibe of it a lot. Not that this wouldn't have been good without it. I mean, Taz throwing Bam Bam into the crowd off the stage was fucking insane on its own. We didn't need the railing spot. I mean, if Taz would have went over the railing with him, I might have popped even fucking more. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, um, Gee, so, yeah, yeah, three and a half for me.
1: You're just wanting fucking Taz to do a Spanish fly into the crowd. Fucking That's what with you're Bam
0: wanting. Bam. Bam, Bam, Bam. That'd be, <laughs> oh. I tell you, that'd be the legendary fly of all time. So oh, two, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's over. Not, God,
1: that would be fucking
4: incredible. Two to Ethan's credit. Like I said, I cannot find it and I feel like I'm having a fucking fever dream because I swear to god Taz has talked about this match. He like I from what I remember, he talks about like he just has like a weird he has like a weird depth perception problem where he thought that the railing was closer than it was. So when he goes for that release, he thought that it was closer to his back than it was his head. So when he goes back and he hits his head, he's like, well, that was a miscalculation. Like it was not supposed to happen like that. Like he was supposed to go over. And like, I'm like, I feel like getting, like still suplexing him onto straight concrete. Wasn't going
2: to be good.
1: Right. You're going back directly on your
4: head. Like Like, it it, would have been bad.
2: On two Chairs and one of the chairs fucking explodes yes. like it <laughs> decimates yeah. and like that's not a breakaway chair that's like for the venue's audience chair. He went yeah. straight through that thing. Yeah, legend I has think,
1: it that that fan is still standing to this day. I Never think the uh,
2: Shut
3: up. I think the clip you're talking about, Casey, might be on the rise and fall of ECW. Is it on the one they did?
2: It, mm-hmm. That's because we'll I seen what you're talking about. Yeah, and, is Taz wearing a WrestleMania 20 hat?
4: Is it? I'm just like I feel like I'm having a fucking fever dream because I could not find it like no, it, anywhere. It but like it happened. Cause he talks about where he's just like, I don't remember shit. And then like Bam Bam just kinda helped him through the rest of the match. And like Yeah, I feel like like I said, like I had a hard I texted Cortland after watching this and was like, I don't know what to rate this because of the fact, like I was like, I have a hard time with it because I love the match, but also like has is fucking out of it for like 80% of the match yeah he has no idea tough... what the fuck's going on but I was like I ended up re-watching and I have to I'll watch it again uh, but I ended up watching Heatwave 98 their match on that and I feel like it basically is ran similar to how this match should have gone because mm-hmm. I feel like they were like oh well we missed X Y and Z so we've got to make up for it and then they, they they switch a couple of spots around, but they still go through some shit.
1: Um, before you rate? give your rating, before you give it, Casey, because mm-hmm. you're going to be the highest. Oh, I went three and a quarter. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed the match, but I just feel like it got lost a little bit because Taz was not in Asbury Park. Um, <laughs> but it was great. I enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. And uh, Bam Bam is a pro's pro. Uh. And going back and watching these ECW events with him on it makes me, like, appreciate Bam Bam way more. Oh, uh, yeah. Casey, the floor is yours.
4: Um, I mean, I kind of said all my pieces to it. I, like I said, it's, it's hard because, like, I don't always want to come off as biased because, like I said, we've said it a thousand times at this point. I am a Bam Bam fan. He's my favorite in the whole world. I think the parts of the reasons why some might give it a lesser rating or the reason why I give it a higher rating oops, I cut out of there a little bit, um, yeah. So, but yeah, I I give it a higher rating for the reasons that someone might get it less. So I give it a four and a quarter because, like, I the fact that he does it so early on and Bam Bam has to be like fuck, like yeah, because everyone wanted this match and if they
0: cut yeah, it yeah, short, yeah. you kind of fuck.
4: Asbury Park would be in fucking flames. So like hey man, I shout was, out Bam Bam. Because he got
2: both of them through this fucking
0: match. Yeah, and yeah honestly, you know I mean like, he, I don't think he caused any further damage. I mean no. it looked like he fucking he he just. He just took, took care
4: of them like the whole way yeah. through. And I feel like it's yeah, it's like obviously it's not the best match going forward. But like they still did they still got through it. There's a spot where fucking Bam Bam slips on beer. And it's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> he goes to, like, hit Taz and slips. And he's like, God damn it! Like, because <laughs> he's like, already frustrated with the whole situation. <clears throat> but, like, he slips on a beer and he's like, fuck, dude. And then, yeah, we have literally two grown men going through a ring. And it fucks up the whole rest of the night. So. Was
1: that not planned at all? The ring spot?
4: Yeah. No, it was. I think... Going forward, wasn't like how the rest of the night went through. I, I legitimately think that they thought they could fix the ring.
1: We get Al Snow versus one half of the gangstonators, uh, John Cronus. That match gets canceled. I had to throw in gangstonators. Oh, darn. I had to throw it in. Um, sure, but, oh, but we'll get to that. Um, so as, uh, Triple Threat is in the ring with Bam Bam celebrating. Bam Bam doesn't even know where the fuck he's at, really, after that spot. Um, Mm. Paul Heyman is telling Joey Styles to buy him some time. Uh, Heyman says uh, to Joey, show the Dueling Canes match, and they argue about whether or not to show it due to the censor. Heyman's word is God, so here we go. Um, We get Sabu with Bill Alfonso versus Sandman Dueling Canes match. Uh I love that their match from November to Remember ninety-seven was so dog shit abysmal that they decided to pre-tape this match early in the night just so they could forego any of the shitty spots and edit it prior to broadcast. And it's uh, still
4: fucking terrible.
1: Better Bro. than November to remember. Um not yeah. by a lot. <laughs> Sabu hits a uh sick triple jump moonsault that looked great. Um Van Damme and Sabu gear popped me so big throughout this, man. Um, That shit was hilarious. It was so sick. Uh, Sabu (laughs) and RVD hit a double leg drop on Sandman, putting him through a table, and that's your finish. This didn't suck ass cheeks, but it wasn't great. Ethan, what'd you go?
3: Two and
5: a quarter. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take it and let it
3: sink in and settle I, in. I like it.
5: I like
4: it. You're fine. I don't feel like Here's an asshole deal. giving out a four now. <laughs> Going? No, no you're giving. it no. on. I was like, I feel like an she asshole giving Bam it. Bam a four, and you, you're giving this a two. Eh.
3: No, but um, no. Rip. I
4: mean, the thing is, the
3: last, the November to Remember match wasn't even a match, and this is supposed to be a dueling Kane's match. There wasn't no fucking dueling Kanes that I fucking remember. But, I mean, it was a little bit more structured than the fucking one on uh, the other pay-per-view. That ma- that match wasn't a match. It was just, we're going to go to this side of the ring and do a table spot, and then this side of the ring and do a table spot. And with this, it was having a this was an ECW-style match. And for what it is, same as that fucking multi-man earlier, the or the three-way dance or whatever, I can't sit here and get too bent out of shape about it. Like, the, the sabu Sammy match, I never remember was bent me out of shape completely, I will say. <laughs> this one didn't fucking rub me wrong completely. It was it was kind of stupid because they built it up like, oh my God, they censored this match. There was nothing in this match that should have been censored. Bad mad like,
1: as
4: hell.
3: Besides the fact that it sucked. It was the worst <laughs> thing on the show. That was Paulie but, getting too cute. But, I mean, they did stuff. They're stupid. And it was funny. So I'm giving it two and a quarter.
1: I love it. Casey would you go because apparently Y'all are going to shit on this match
4: I don't have a rating for it Cause it that just should... I'm more mad that it's like not only were you like They shouldn't have shown this and it's like I get it they're trying to be shocking And it be like this is super crazy It was not good The funniest part of this whole The best part of this entire match Was the fucking like flying
2: Spartan kick
0: that, that RVD fucking, does
4: the Sandman hilarious.
2: when he comes back. He didn't back. catch it at first. I had to run it back and the whole house reacted because fucking... it
0: is fucking insane. You look like John Clark Van Dam for He real. did it, some power
2: <laughs> ass dive slow motion light flashing behind him kick to the back of the
4: head. It's just literally out of nowhere you just get red pants RVD just kicking Sandman in no. the fucking head and I was like Jesus where the fuck did he come from?
2: Oh, Jesus Christ.
4: But, like, yeah, I just, like, uh, it's just not good. Like, (laughs) I will say, I I will give it the credit of, yes, it's probably better than the November to Remember match, but, like, not by much. Like So, like, maybe we'll
1: give it a star and a half.
0: I gave it a star and a half.
1: Y'all are shitting on Ethan for going two and a quarter, and y'all are going star and a half? Y'all I mean, are making it sound was, like it's, like it's a Doug Furnace match.
4: If we're going with, did it entertain, <laughs> technically well, speaking, no. so.
1: Dude, I just rewatched the Spartan Kick. Are we not going to talk about the table breaking as he Spartan kicks him? Yeah. crushes the whole corner <laughs> of, of it. These
0: tables were literally made out of lazy potato chips. Like, you're fucking not, like you're Sabu
1: then just thinks about doing a springboard leg drop, but he doesn't springboard. He just, like, is tucking his feet but decides not to. And then you get another Spartan kick from RVD, who actually looks like Sabu more than Sabu looks like Sabu. It's bizarre. It's, it's fucking weird. bizarre. Uh, Cortland, what'd you go? I want to start in three quarters. Y'all are shitting on Ethan.
2: Well, here's the thing. I too was high. I originally went
0: a star high. and a
2: quarter. Because
0: it was high. I thought but two and a quarter was I,
2: high. I give them the respect of... At least you tried to run it back and make up for the shit that you did last month. Two months before that. Uh, luckily, it was taped, so we didn't get the live bullshit that I'm sure was edited out of the match oh, that the crowd had to Um But RBD coming in a Sabu... Is some of the funniest shit ever,
5: (laughs) but it's so fucking
2: funny, dude. Because you're like, oh yay, Sabu's beating Sabu. Wait, Sabu's making a run in. Who the fuck is that? (laughs) It's Rob Van Dam. That's awesome. Um, like oh shit, um, him coming back out could have gone without. Kind of overbooked. It is what it is. Um, I'm glad no one died this match (laughs) because um. I mean, they sure try. You know, they do try often. We didn't you know, get so. a
4: somersault off a rickety ladder. No, but Thank he did hard. decide
2: to set up. Was it this one or the last one? I can't remember. i fucking ran these so many times. Like, he puts the table in the corner of the barricade and, like, kind of pulls barricade in and he lays Sandman on the table. And, it and up he just gets on the turnbuckle feet. and he, like, dives over the turnbuckle to the outside of the corner. And it's, like, the worst. Oh, it's really? this one because he does oh, he doesn't he
4: good. does like a splash instead of a leg drop so he basically like smacks his face on Sandman's yeah. tummy
2: <laughs> but he lands on his feet and he no-sells himself yeah. going through the table more so than Sandman went through the table it just there's not a whole lot of logic it's a typical ECW Sandman Sabu match Sabu's going to jump off a lot of chairs and miss a lot of cues <laughs> and
0: let's go
2: let's go man. Watch, I enjoy RVD. I love RBD putting his hand up like he's gonna high five Sabu, and then this, finally Sabu's like about to high five him, and RBD just walks away. Love it. It's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, he's done it in three pay per
1: views straight. <laughs> it's awesome. Jesus Christ. It gets really I time. I went two stars on this, but I am gonna bump it to two and a quarter so Ethan is not alone. Y'all shit on this for no reason. I think if they did I, edit, you want it, me to go edited. back? I'll go I'll please, go back and give it a zero it,
4: rating again.
1: I don't have a I don't really? have a rating for this in my notes. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. It was Dude, it was not than, good. It was better than last week and last week I gave it a star and a quarter. So here we are. Okay. It was exponentially better. There was less bullshit I had to deal with. I watched a drunk grandfather essentially. Fall off of a painter's ladder <laughs> through a, <laughs> a, a door table, but it's so week.
4: funny when you think about it. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a mess. All right, the right. no, so, moment Mike's on, been waiting for. Oops, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, let's yes.
3: get into this main event. That's a five star classic in the book. I did not. <laughs> say that. I've, I've been I toned did. down. I'm gonna pay I, that. I've um, been toned down these last ten minutes because I'm saving up. I'm for gonna this paint shit. a picture to, to all
4: of our listeners. I get in here first to get things set up Mike is the second person in here And he is like Brother What about (laughs) that main event? And loses his fucking mind For ten minutes Dude Every time time someone else jumped into this While we're getting ready The first things out of his mouth are asking about the main event How about that
2: main event?
1: (laughs) Holy shit
4: Go ahead Mike Take it away We're
1: We're back live from the pre-tape, and holy shit, everyone in attendance in Asbury Park has a styrofoam mannequin head. Joey Styles is pissed that they showed that match due to the censors. He also threatens to quit, which I thought was corny. Then they cut to the ring, and they didn't fix the fucking ring. They literally did
2: not fix the ring at all. They put some caution tape up.
1: We have Chris Candido in the franchise, Shane Douglas, with Francine, taking on Lance Storm and a partner of his choosing. Somebody threw their mannequin head at Candido during his entrance and I popped. Somebody actually hits Francine in the fucking face while she's shit-talking the camera during their entrance, and I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. She also didn't miss a beat and just kept shit-talking, didn't even blink, it hit her right in the fucking face. <laughs> no sunny comes of shit out of it. Sonny comes out with Lance Storm, says that she's the mystery partner, and Storm hits the sickest. Double diving clothesline over the top Ugh. rope. It was Best
3: cool. part of great. <laughs> right. That's part of this right there.
1: He then hits a top rope superplex and is losing his goddamned mind. Lance Storm, batty with a lot of personality in this one. Mm-hmm. All the personality. Um, Sonny eventually turns on Storm and then falls into the crater in the ring. There goes, just like Cortland's phone. Call. <laughs> 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 i, mean, I- Pretty crazy. Um, and it falls into the crater in the ring, which made me... Ch- the crowd is chanting, we want head. Lance we Storm says... Uh, so Lance Storm head. is then held in a camel clutch, break <laughs> back, make humble. Um, and Candido says, where's my ass whipping? What were you going to give me, bud? And Lance is grunting and groaning. you going to give him
0: something. Ah, You're ah, going to give him something.
1: He says I'm gonna give you help. <laughs> He says he's going to give Candido head and as very far <laughs> goes bonkers it's raining heads the camera work is nauseating al snow has <laughs> shown up lance does a springboard dive to the outside that looked great shane douglas gets i think because i'm not able to pay attention because i don't know the camera is literally upside down
4: every 30 seconds they're they're shaking the camera in and out and then it
1: will flip upside down and then oh, go back God, not- Shane gets, i think hip tossed into the hole in the ring and the crowd goes nuts Al yeah. Snow hits the snowplow on Douglas with one foot in the goddamned air, and he pins the fucking champion. It's raining heads again.
2: Crowd moment. eats this shit up, man. Ugh. So
1: okay. Al Dude, Snow has it. his new jack moment. His song is playing the whole time he's out there. It looks like fucking Du Duhast is being played in Germany. <laughs> the place is going. Nuts! I'm telling you, I went three and a quarter. I refused to back down from three and a quarter. Now listen this. to me. This was fucking excellent. I loved it. Head, it was five head, minutes head, long. Head, if it went head, 25, head, I would have loved it more. Hey! Hey! Here's this. If we're all riled it up, I don't
3: want to look like a dick later on. I'm going to go ahead and lay out my argument here. Anybody out there that's a professional wrestler, you want to know what makes a three-and-a-quarter star match for Mike? Film the bitch upside down. Throw a bunch of styrofoam <laughs> around. Okay. Have two different mystery partners in a two-on-two tag team match.
1: Ethan, okay, just hold Throw shit against the wall. You'll get three
3: stars for Not, sure. to, not to
4: fight Ethan on here. Ethan. I, I had talked to talked to Mike about this earlier. I feel like the only reason why we got Al Snow is because Al Snow's match got cut. Because there's a fucking crater in the goddamn ring. While they're still trying to explain all of this, you can see the sea of fucking styrofoam heads in the crowd. And I feel like if Asbury Park did not get head, they were going to riot. They were it going. It sounds to...
1: like it sounds like Ethan needs to get some head because he's hating on this fucking match. This ruled. It was so good. I got legitimate wrong about
4: this. I got fucking motion sickness watching this because Mm -hmm. the camera was going nuts. Even at the end of it, Al Snow goes into the crowd and he's fucking partying (laughs) with everyone. (laughs) And the camera's going in and out and in and out. And I'm like, I I want to fucking throw up,
2: dude. I employ everyone to go watch our YouTube of this as well. If you're listening to Apple podcast or Spotify just god Colin what'd you give it oh I, <sighs> I gave this two and three quarters I loved it yes I right. yes I, thought, Here's the I was beat my chest
1: and I was about to pass out if I did it
2: it's rough but you look at the four people in this match though it's hard to look at this and be like oh if there wasn't a hole in this ring well." what do you think this match would have been? It's four great wrestlers that are in the ring at the same time. And then you're just sending everyone home happy. Taz and Bam Bam is obviously the main event of this pay-per-view, right? But everyone in this building wanted heads so bad that they couldn't wait until they got outside to pay 20 bucks for it. They had to see Al snow oh. right So, <laughs> this match, this Jesus match is dude. Man. People love this shit. We got one of the... Instead of people throwing chairs in ECW like they usually do, they throw tire front heads. You got Al Snow pinning your world champion. Wild. And he is over, man. This this crowd is fucking about Al Snow. He pins your champion. You get the celebration on the outside. Uh, He's running through the crowd. They're throwing the black lights out again. Cameras are flipping upside down. Lance Storm is cheering with styrofoam heads on the turnbuckle, and he's freaking out in black lights. What more do you want? The dude doesn't do anything at all. And this is the funnest night he's had in pro wrestling.
1: You can tell. Al Snow, objectively, objectively, on March 1st, 1998, is the most over-wrestler in pro wrestling. Nobody else is having a fucking sea of 3,700 people acting like they're fucking watching uh, the craziest fucking thing in their entire life. And what is it? It's a man with a mannequin head. And who else in the crowd has mannequin heads? Everybody. There are people with two of them. <laughs> two of them going fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Losing their fucking mind.
4: Carlin went, Or Carlin gave us what, two and three quarters? Is that what you said? Two yeah, and yeah, three quarters, right. man. Uh, it's, Pat would it's so entertaining. I'm scared.
0: Is it my let Let's turn? see yes, who's stars. lower, me or Pat. Because I haven't given mine yet. I know yours is lower than mine, but it's not lower than my initial. And we'll keep that between friends. Uh, I go two and a half stars. Um, I don't really know anything that fucking happened in this match. <laughs> 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 I don't really know anything. He still went
1: match. two and a half. Why go two and, half? two and a half? Sorry. Because what does everybody want?
0: Hey, and I'm He's just giving the motherfucker. You two And I love head, and I love, and I love, dude, just the, just the, just the landstorm,
1: I'm going to give you
0: head, head. and then it goes, (laughs) and then it flips the camera over, it goes straight to the curtain, and it's just Al Snow's fucking head with the mannequin head. With a
2: mannequin head,
0: (laughs) and the camera's upside down,
2: ECW is upside down, and you just get a mannequin head shaking in between a curtain. And you got flashing lights, and the crowd is losing their the, fucking it's, mind. It's insane shit. And it's and because it, of a mannequin.
0: It's because of a mannequin. Else Snow is so over. We know what it is. What does everybody want? You don't even have to fucking yeah. answer.
4: <laughs> what does everybody need? Ethan, right. give it
2: to me.
3: Here's this. Here's this. All <laughs> jokes and banter and argumentativeness aside, I don't hate this. It was fucking fun as fuck. I don't. I didn't think it sucked. I didn't think it was too much. I didn't think it was stupid. I but just you thought gave it was a
2: star a... and a half.
3: Oh, I gave lower than that, buddy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was it. yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. Because I just thought it was more of an angle than a match. And I'm not like some purist, but I'm just like it was great for what it was. But am I going to give this more than a single star? No. <laughs> one star. Good God. Oh man. Oh, As a match, man. one star. Was I entertained by all the shenanigans and bullshit we had here? Oh, hell yeah. It fucking rocked. Sure. Lance Storm screamed,
2: I'm going to give you head to Chris Candido.
5: There <laughs> well, is I moment.
2: mean, just the opening segment before Al Snow came out, I feel like is deserves more than a single star, though. Lance Storm taking on both of them and making it look fucking great. Oh, he did good, himself, yeah. You know? <clears throat> I feel like there's a lot of great pieces in this match that could have been there. If it wasn't for the ring or the light show or, you know, them deciding to fucking try, attempt the Black Parade concert in Mexico. <sighs> um, Good you know, but I enjoyed this match a lot. I thought it was really fucking fun. I ran it back because I honestly, like Pat, forgot a lot about it. And then I ran it back and was like, oh, my God, this is so fun. <laughs>
1: Al Snow had Wyatt Family lights. Dude, and <laughs> what do you and what do you see during the Wyatt Family lights? You don't see anything. You barely see the ring. It looks like it looks like midday, and you have like a, an overhead window, and you're barely getting sunlight in. But what do you see when that sunlight hits the right area? Mannequin heads everywhere. A sea, sea. a sea of them. <laughs> You know what would have made it even
3: more like Bray Wyatt's Then, Please. If
1: it was less interesting and less fun.
0: If they would have had a furnace. Doug? <laughs> God, damn! No, you you see just go clean, right?
1: <laughs> Casey? I
0: don't
4: even know what to give this match anymore.
1: <laughs> Casey?
3: Well, you've Before done just... had every end of the spectrum. You've had a one star and a three you can just meet in the middle and go. That.
4: You said
0: five star match.
4: <laughs> I hate everything about this right now. I'm gonna get it at two so we can just move the fuck on.
0: That's
2: fair. Is there anything about this match that you enjoy?
4: It's just so fucking ridiculous. Honestly, I've had more fun <laughs> watching Mike run it back than actually the match itself. So it we gets spent, spent two. more time on it
1: than the match. Yeah, it we was have. Fucking I'm excellent. fucking sad. It was great. It was great. Was it entertaining? Yes. Did it get in and get its shit out and go? Yes. Did it over it's welcome? No. Did I get a one-legged snowplow? Yes! yes! It was fucking awesome! Oh Objectively, it was great. Lance Storm, it's flying rigid. around like a madman. He did maybe six moves. They all fucking ruled. Every one of them.
2: Yeah. The crowd, Every ate single it up. One. The crowd went it home a- happy and was that, was, that was the key.
1: Chris Candido match up until this point that I give a shit about.
2: What does everybody want, man? I feel like we're going to cover a Chris Candido match in the next few we're weeks getting, that you're going to enjoy. We're getting for there. Sure.
4: I was actually really disappointed with the, the beginning Candido matches, but they get better.
1: And I give Joey Styles a five star sign off for this one. We will return to pay per view Sunday night, May 3rd, with WrestlePalooza. Until then, we're all getting head in Asbury Park. That's how we go off <laughs> the air, fuckers.
4: Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> That's great, man. You wanna run down that Russell Palooza? I'm pulling it up right card now.
1: Card Force. Oh
2: man. I don't know if I remember <laughs> this card.
1: I'm turned up all right, right now, fellas.
0: I'm about to run it. is crazy. <laughs> I remember a Russell wrestle-
2: Ridiculous.
1: I don't know if it's this one or not. I don't remember. This is Wrestlepalooza. It is um, May 3rd, 1998 in Marietta, Georgia. Uh, We get... uh, I don't know if this is on the pay-per-view. It looks like it is. Uh, We get Supernova and the Blue Meanie and the BWO taking on um, the FBI, which is Little Guido and Tracy Smothers with Tommy Rich, the Big Don. We get Mikey Whipwreck versus Just Incredible with Chastity and Jason. Fucking J- <laughs> fuck Jason. How Jason, long does that match um, run? Nine, nine minutes, minutes and 53, fifty-three seconds. Perfect. Okay. We get okay. Uh, your ECW World Tag Team Champions Chris Candido and Lance Storm taking on Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney. We get New Jack versus Bam Bam Bigelow. We get. I didn't even know that was a match. Oh, oh yes. Oh no! This is not, fellas. Yep. Almost twelve minute match. The Sandman and Tommy Dreamer taking on the Dudley Boys. (laughs) Uh, We we get we get Sabu versus Rob Van Dam for the ECW World Television Title.
0: You see the result of that match, Mike? I do. Yep. yeah, obviously, don't say nothing. And we
1: get. Shane Douglas defending the ECW World Heavyweight title versus Mr. Snowplow, Mr. Head himself, Al Snow. Um, To say that I am... Uh, listen, Al Snow in the year 2022, kind of a dipshit. Al Snow in 1998, I'm going to go buy a mannequin head right now on Amazon and have it here next week. And I'm not even going to give my comments about the match. Just know... I'll be sitting here shaking Mike's, my head.
4: Mike's first ECW five star match.
1: Oh, next dude, week. this is a mess. Um, is there anything that we want to add before we get on out of here?
0: I think that's it. I have nothing to add. Y'all feeling um,
1: good? Y'all feeling good? Yeah, man.
2: ECW. What a what a what a what thing a- to cover. What a what a thing to make my brain remember. This shit is violent. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's, it's a mess. And um, I let Living Dangerously run for, for, to get to 1999. And within the first 20 minutes, I ran out of the room and told Pat that I don't know if we can cover that. Because just oh, the no. opening segment alone uh-huh. is so not PC oh, that I was like, I don't think it can go on YouTube. That oh, would have to no. be Patreon. Like, it's impossible um, to cover it. God All right. It. Well,
1: here's the deal, fellas. Next week, we have WrestlePalooza 98. We have a few more before we get to living dangerously. If you've made it this far, it's important that you know one thing and one thing only. Casey took his time to make a website for us. It's called the Up and Over Podcast website. It's upandoverpodcast.com. There you can get shirts. You can get hats. You can get uh, fanny packs. You can get koozies. Really, like, the, the spectrum is open. Um going to start a GoFundMe to try to get some pit vipers on there um
4: i I will let you know i tried to look into custom pit vipers it's just not a thing
1: it's just i'm really sad i was curious Um, but
4: they're just not a thing
1: if you want to pick something up it means a lot to all five of us uh up and over podcast.com feel free to check it out if you're on apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating if you've made it this far in a spotify episode give us a five star rating if you're on youtube hit the subscribe button below hit the like button below It helps us get found. Uh, Tell your friends. Uh, Tell your friends to uh, check us out. We do uh, AEW Dynamite recaps on the Up and Over podcast. YouTube, Cortland, and I do. Uh, Sometimes Ethan's there. Sometimes we have Zach and Hunter. We have have some people that pop in. Um, All of our stuff goes up on that YouTube page as well. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's just a, a lot of places you can find us. At Up and Over Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. From there, you can find all of our social media. We appreciate you guys listening this far, and you guys enjoy your week. We will see you back here next week for ECW WrestlePalooza 1998. Fuck Michael Cole. Fuck
5: Doug Furnas.